Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. This is Jason Immers, and you are listening to Missing Curfew. Welcome back to another fresh episode of Missing Curfew. I'm Shane O'Brien. And I'm Scotty Upshaw. The Updog. This is actually episode 101 for us, fella. It is 101, baby. We just recorded our 100th. Seems like it was yesterday. We did Uno Mero Uno. Our 100th episode. Um, First of all, buddy, congratulations. And thanks for all your hard work. I mean, of course. You know, our 100th episode we recorded. We decided as a team here at Missing Curfew that, you know, we're going to put it out after the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, It's a look at not only me and Uppy. Uh, but Binger, Max, Hall Pass Media, you know, we touch on, you know, our start at 8 p.m. And then obviously, you know, our our, our brother that we lost, Broadway, Jimmy Scoopace. Well just said. just everything that goes on to make a podcast. We don't know if you guys know what it, you know, it takes here at Missing Curfew. I know you listen to me and Uppy's nonsense and at least you get to see Uppy's good hair every week. But it takes more than that. And that's what our, our 100th episode is. And we didn't want to put it out during the playoffs. So. No, yeah, you, you touch on it. And I think it's a it's a fun little uh, charismatic version of of um, some ups and downs and <laughs> all arounds that we've had, and a little bit about the travel, and a little bit about you know when when friends ask me, oh yeah, I'm thinking about doing a podcast. Like, what's it like? And is it hard? Is it is it easy? Yeah. What goes into it? Well, you probably get a little idea now. Exactly. Getting a little taste of this, so you know, and we'll see. You know. We haven't re- quite listened to the recordings. We're going to see how our team really thinks of uh, yeah. our antics. We're going to get the, the we're going to get the truth behind yeah, what yeah, the boys yeah. think. Because we told curfew. them don't hold back. I got an idea how the boys feel about me, but I wonder how they feel about Updog. <laughs> 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 They're like this old Brian's a prick, but uh, um, no, it was great, Uppy. Um, hundred episodes, brother. It was you know it's crazy that it started from yeah, yeah. you know a text with you, which we get into in the episode, but like. You were in Switzerland playing uh, hockey, and uh, anyways, so we just yeah, we just decided we wanted to first of all let you know about everyone here at Hall Pass and missing curfew, and uh, so it will be out after the Stanley Cup playoffs. Cobble, fella, cobble wobble. I like that T-shirt, buddy. I thought I would show up with uh, just because I got a nice tan going. You do have a nice tan. So do you. So do you. Oh yeah, Uh, a little Chileno Bay action. Cobble, baby. Cobble. It was a little weird. I'm not gonna lie. Have, having like us both being in Cabo and on different kind of agendas, right? You were there playing I a know. golf tournament. I know. I was there doing you know, your thing, enjoying the tour side of Cabo. BQ baby, shout, shout out, out to our to boy Billy, Billy Quinn. Man, that pad is so sick. And Enrique and his beautiful wife Liz, who you know very well. I mean, they're just the two nicest people you've ever met. Every morning, making us breakfast. Uh, Enrique making sure we get home safe and sound every night. Um, <laughs> I almost I, fucked I, that up for I, you. I, yeah, I, I'm like, this has Upshaw written all over it. But um, yeah, so BQ, th- that house, man, I know you love that pad. Like having breakfast there. 
Is it's there... the best breakfast table in Cabo. It is. It is. Far. You wake up and everyone's got their own story from the night before, some better than others, usually. <laughs> um, and you sit there and it's, you know, it's coffee, it's OJ, it's some fresh fruit. And then it's a little, uh, some fucking, you know, or, uh, what do you call it? Some Advil. <laughs> <laughs> fresh fruit that she brings the eggs and Some bacon. gourmet Mexican yeah. Eggs and the uh, spicy is not like a tomato. I know. I had to tell her. I said, after the first day. Oh, you're not a spicy guy. Yeah, she brought out the spicy eggs. The and- fire ass there would be oh, trouble, huh? I was like, Liz, the next morning, I'm like, Liz, please, no spice, no spice. <laughs> She's like, okay, see, see, see. Um, I just want to say one thing about mango deck. How was that? I mean. Trash. It's trash, <laughs> but the best kind of trash you can have. The best kind of trash you can have. So what kind of bachelorette parties in there? Yeah, so booty shaking. Yeah, I've been there with you. You're the yeah, first person to ever take me there. And the office? I never made it to the office, but it's right beside the yeah, office. Yeah, there's right? a bunch of them there. But but Mango Deck is the one with the stage. And yeah, it's like so a, this they have like... The, the donkey shows going they, on. They bring up two guys that were getting married, and then they bring up this crew of broads um, from wherever. And we meet Flowers, walk in. We, we give the guy 100. He gives us a pretty sick table. Like, not on the sand, but right front trees. And this was a, I've been there before where the lineup is, is not National League, where it's fucking American League and down. This is a pretty good National League crowd or National League lineup. And they went toe to toe at it. And I, it was just everyone having so much fun. And I was like, wow, this is refreshing, right? I don't know. Like people didn't care. Tits were flying everywhere. Tequila was flying. Any, any nice tits, sir? Like one, this one girl had the nicest set of natties you've ever seen. Wow. And then they're you doing like the, a nice set of natties. I live for it. And then they're like, they're doing like the judging, like, hey, and she just like fucking gives it one of those. <laughs> Whoa, bam. Whoa, bam. And How I'm, are you? I'm like, you got my phone, buddy. <laughs> yeah. my phone. So Ten. It was just refreshing. If I'm, you leave uh, if you leave Mango Deck without a case of the Monsuma Revenge, you're doing pretty good. <laughs> I don't know if they're filtering much of that ice or oh, the tequila. I, I, you know what? It's funny you say that. My first drink was a fucking margarita, and then I'm like, stayed at the beers. I'm like, hey, uh, amigo, cervezas, cervezas, bring. Them. And I See. just drank beers there, and drank straight tequila. Smart. They were fucking pouring tequila down fucking people's throats. <laughs> like, if they did in America, people would get arrested for this. Well, they go was- it. They give it the whistle like. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they shake your head. You're like, easy there, honey. Easy there, honey. I was out till six last night. Don't yeah. puke on me. Like, it was refreshing. And obviously, we get spoiled with Billy Quinn, and you were at a great place in Chileno. But just being down there and not hearing any news about anything. Yeah. Like, just there was no, like, inflation. nothing. Yeah, what? inflation, gas prices, fucking left or right, or wherever the fuck you live. I was just like, why am I leaving? Yeah. Why it's am like, I leaving? It's just, how do I not leave here with a sunburn and a case of chlamydia? <laughs> <laughs> but if you get chlamydia, they got pharmacies like on every corner. You're like, hey, Z-Pack fella, fire out here. You take it on your way to Mandela. And, uh, <laughs> how was my spot, Dude, Mandela? Dude, you know what, up you dog? What, Mandela I, without you is not the same. I know. I, didn't, I, I, I had a honest. chance to go, and I just didn't. I had Izzy and Christina there. Listen, just, you did the right thing, brother. Yeah, you did yeah, the right you thing. get lost I, in there. It's and I kinda, 4 a.m. I left you alone i left you alone i didn't even really text you a whole lot i didn't want to i didn't want to put anything in your ear i knew you knew where i was i know and i knew you knew how to maneuver away around cobble so yeah. i figured if you were gonna you know, uh, i know you I did know. the right thing well, i know um but mandela 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 i tell you what these guys are fucking beauties in there i know the guys that run it awesome same guys bro. awesome yeah cartel guys they're, be- <laughs> they're beauties eh? and the thing is enrique i could do this whole podcast about cobble you guys just want to talk about cobble and say fuck the nhl 100 percent. what's these- going hey what's going on in the nhl anyway i don't even know with all these penalties are caught i want to talk about it anyways hey eh? bigger maxi um so enrique drops throw these notes right yeah the yeah here, here we go all the prep out the window um we should do a fella tour down there boys by the way so all in yeah as enrique 
you know how it is. It drops you off right at the front of Mandela. Yeah. You get out. They walk you right into your table. You know, I asked for one near the pisser, so, you know, I could take my 10 Smart leaks, man. 12 leaks I took that night. Yeah, speaking of Mexico, I got the Topo Chico here. Yeah, and, I mean, the DJ was unbelievable. Like, they played everything from hip-hop to dance to you name it. it the was light show looks good, too. I, I happened to drive by it on my way home from the house the one night, and I'm like, fuck, it's calling my name. Yeah. I think they even had Up Dog written all over the screens. Right, like, probably, fuck. I think they had your wanted picture. They were like, has anyone <laughs> seen this guy? Bring him back here. Bring him back here. So it was awesome. Ups. Um, how was Chileno? Six shape, Awesome, obviously. yeah. Chileno, we played in the El Toro. El Toro Loco, member guest. Fuck, I didn't play good obes. But you can count on me punching in those scores. <laughs> it was a bloodbath. Um, five nine-hole matches like you and I at the Spring Classic. We didn't do well on the first day. We showed up late the second day, so we <laughs> we automatically lost the first holes. But then we won the next four, so we tied at 4-4. Four, four, and we tied, we tied the ninth, so we tied that one. Um, <laughs> You know, it was good. It was with my boy K-Wash, Kevin Washington, um, he, you know, legend. He brought Christina and the family down on the bird. Uh, the girls were set up at the, you know, they did the whole thing at the beach all day and um, met some good guys. It's a, it's a good time. We saw my boy Kurt Olsen down there. Oli Oli. Oli, I saw these fucking Mexican vultures that were flying by the house. I'm like, <laughs> heads up, they might have them. If Oli was here, they'd pick this guy up. To our <laughs> listeners, this guy's a great looking older dude. Um but I mean, he's got no ass. What do you think, Oli weighs? He's a buck forty-five. Buck forty-five. His hair's perfect. Great-looking guy. But I yeah. mean, I mean, there were one day at Big Canyon, he's having like a burger with no bun or something, and a half a salad. I'm like, buddy, drive the burger. Like, have yeah, a yeah, bun. Get, you get an extra <laughs> burger. Um, no, it was it was great. And then we went out on his uh, on the boat the last day before we left. He's got the two the oh. two vessels in the harbor. Wolf um, Wall Street. Yeah, it's they're just beautiful and. Uh, so we had lunch there. Flowers came over, sold him a couple watches. So it's good flowers to get off the couch and come So that's, come what, got, that's what got him down there. No, he didn't even know. But I said, oh. get off the fucking couch and come. Like, this is fucking oh, he beautiful. Know. No. And then and then next thing you know, he's wow. he's working, we doing actually, his thing. We actually got flowers coming in. Let's talk about that. We do. Yeah, we will. We'll grind them. I, I thought maybe, but you didn't even tell Money him. Money doesn't so. sleep, flowers. Money doesn't sleep. And... I got another thing about Cabo. Last thing before we move on, I really could continue talking about it with you, but unless you're staying at Chileno or Aldo like you, I think my golfing days are, are maybe numbered. I think for most people, yeah, it should be. Golfing takes a lot it out of you lot, in Cabo, like, just for the travel there. That's what I mean. And, and especially a, from Pedregal, like you're in the heart of the city, you get the cobblestones. Yeah. It's a long ride. It's usually, it's going to, let's just say 40 minutes to whatever Four. course you go to. Yeah. Then you're going, you're getting your tea time. Could be a long round. Hot. You never know what fucking people you're behind. You could yeah. be behind a bunch of drunks, you know, <laughs> including yourself. Yeah, and then I just feel like, you know, that's a drive back, too. You're like, oh, you're hurting, and you get home. Like, I got up. I had my brekkie. You're not going to like this. I sat, I lay on the couch for a couple that's hours. Okay. You know, then working. I jump in the pool, and then the one day we went down to Mango Deck, and the other Perfect. day we just got shit fest by the pool. But I, I needed that morning to kind of get me going. So Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to so let you know So the golf needs to be like, okay, we're here for five days. The one day, let's take it easy. Let's go for dinner, yeah. maybe nowhere bar, and then mm -hmm. let's go home. Let's fucking, you know, fuck it. Flip on a movie, get yeah. in the hot tub, rub some natties, <laughs> and then and then fucking go to the yeah, go to I the was going to say, I'm sure we're not flipping on a movie, but we could do a few other things there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, good times. I, I miss a, those old days, but I hey, know. I got a good one. Now. No, hey, your I got a good, good Your program good, was, good, was good nationally beyond nationally, so uh, I saw some beautiful pictures of your daughter. And your beautiful uh, girlfriend, Christina. She yeah. Some nice pictures of her with Izzy. Speaking of natties. Yeah. She's got big. some. They got, she, they, <laughs> They're getting big. I was trying not to look at her because she's the wife of your daughter and about to be the wife of your son. But yeah, they got a nice setup. Or the right mother 
of my daughter, mother, mother what yeah, did I wife, say? the wife. Oh, that's okay. Easy with that word, eh? Nah, edit that, edit that. It's all good. It's all good. Billy Quinn, thank you. We love you, Enrique Liz. Speaking about golf, up dog, uh, PGA Championship, Southern Hills, Tigers in. Fuck, looks good. He does, he right? Looks jacked. Did you see the uh, the interviews? Oh, I think they're today. Player, uh, it's the player interviews, yeah. like where they get up in the podium. I saw Rory thing. this morning when he had like his workout gear on. He was looking pretty jacked. Fuck, is that what you put on in the morning? I got to put on something in the morning. Today I was scrambling. Yeah. Typically, I put on tropical morning. Okay. Right? And I just get my morning stir of the coffee. Does that have tro- some tropical house music? Yeah, a little bit like, you know, like, yeah, you would like it. Uh, this morning, I was in full scramble You mode. put that on the Sonos? Or? I put that on my Sonos move. That gets you going. Gets me going. I have my coffee, check my emails. How good are those Sonos moves, by the way? Unbelievable. Right? I got three of them in Un- the house. Three? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you never know where you got to move That's them. true. They're unbelievable. They'd be great at Billy Quinn's house. So I got three, and then I got the fucking Sonos, the, the Arcs, they're called, and the new Arcs. They're for your TVs. They're a little smaller than the soundbar. Mm-hmm. Look cool. Cylinder. And then I got the fucking Sonos Roam. It's a little guy. The size of, your, size of this microphone. And that thing, I mean, you can bring that in the shit. You can put that anywhere. You can bring that anywhere. You can put that anywhere. I get the uh, Stick it right between the natties. You can put that right between the natties. <laughs> oh, up dog. The, the Sonos Zooms, are, they're unbelievable. Yeah. Um, what was I talking about? I got stopped. You were talking about in the morning routine, you had to change it. So I watch anytime there's a major championship, I do fire it on in the morning. Yeah, yeah. But see, only on, the only on major golf. championships, up. Not what like, a good time, though, to catch up on like who's yeah. feeling it, what yeah. the course is like, how the, you know. What so, kind of the greens are like, how the rough is. This is what I want to tell you. Huh. Your boy, you're going to help me with his name, Scotty. Scheffler. Scheffler. Anyways, he's won the big championship at this course already at Southern Hills. We played it at uh, University of Texas. Oh, so he might be a good bet on your DraftKings app. Where's Southern app. Hills at? It's in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Fuck, eh? So it might be a good pick on your DraftKings app for our golf fans out there. And then people are loving John Rom. He just won in Mexico a couple yeah. weeks ago. Yeah, watch that. Yeah. So Is this where Rory went to school, Oklahoma? Uh, the orange, no, that's, no. Ricky Fowler went to Oklahoma State. Yeah, that's what I said, Ricky, right? You said Rory, but I know, oh, I, know I, who, I knew who you meant. He went to Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State, and this is where? This isn't just. Oh, it's same Oklahoma, but oh. uh, it's in Tulsa. I don't know where Oklahoma gotcha. State is. Okay, my bo- Stillwater. Stillwater. There we go. No Shut- idea where that is in conjunction to uh, Tulsa, but all right, Stillwater, cool. Oklahoma. Shout out to a kid I grew up with, Sean Lafontaine, Potty Lafontaine. We call him. Pat's son? Or? No, no, he could, he could have been. He was a good hockey player, Horny good baseball Frenchman. player. So he thinks he listens to the pod. Great golfer. Like, strike. he went to Oklahoma. Is he the best golfer you grew up with? Yeah, he went to Oklahoma. Him mm. and Brad Pemberton were the two best. He went to OU for... Mine's, mine's this kid, George Power. Yeah. My age now. A little older than me. Stick. Better than Blano? Uh, you didn't grow up Fuck him and Blano could tee it up. Yeah. Georgie, if you're listening, fucking come on down Newport. Get a game going. Yeah. So he went to OU... When Adrian Peterson went there, and yep. he said that Peterson would come in to work out and like, hey, AP, ah, yeah. no way. Yeah, well, he's old like us. I remember when he tore his ACL because I just tore mine. He came back and set a record that year for running, and I was like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> like, holy fuck! Holy fuck! Do you want to pick a guy here? Do you want to pick a winner? Hundred percent uh, for this round. Actually, I got to get this out today. Of course, when do they start Thursday? Thursday, yeah. We got another pool going. We got to get our money back from the master. Shaddy's got it all. Shaddy's got, <laughs> Shaddy's got all that. Fuck, I'm about to lose another pool. Our playoff pool. Oh, you're tough. Yeah, but I got tough. most guys left. Does that mean anything? That's perfect. I know. You but... need them to go deep though. They're winning in four. That's the problem. Hey, Dylan Doobie from Calgary, fucking mixing a point too. The guy's at one point. Is Newhook gonna play this? This uh, we'll get a question. Um, I'm gonna pick. Uh, I picked him for the Masters already, but I'm gonna pick John Rom to win 
okay. the PGA Championship this week. I'm going to put some. Okay. Over under, does Tiger make the cut? I was just going to ask you that, boy. I'm going to say Tiger. So, you know, the last one to win the PGA Championship was Tiger at this course. I saw that. Actually, I did see that on the highlights. I'm going to say Tiger makes the cut. Fuck, I love that. Yeah. Who are you picking? You want to pick he one? He didn't make you? the cut at the Masters, did he? He just made her. He just made he her, just, but then he stumbled it. Yeah, he finished tied for He him. had a tough, he tough Saturday because it was cold Saturday. He, had a he bad could day. hardly fucking walk on the fucking um, round. You want to pick a guy? Yeah, I'll pick a guy. Just so you know, too, Jordan Spieth's going for the career grand slam. He is? Yeah. I got Spieth. I figured I like that because you know what? I, 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 was, I was actually listening to that the other night, too. So I got Spieth. Okay, I got Rambo, Spieth. We got Tiger making the cut. Uh, PGA Championship. You used to call it the redheaded stepchild. Do they light this course up? I think Tiger won it. They've changed it. They've they've lengthened it. Actually, I got a story they've about Tiger it. when he won it. You know how Tiger when he won it? The last 12 holes, him and Sergio head-to-head, didn't make a bogey. He doubled seven. Yeah. Sergio made birdie. Three-hole swing. He was up four shots. Oh, All right. of a sudden, he's up one. And then they went fucking toe-to-toe where they didn't. It was like no bogeys, just straight birdies and fucking boom, and he ended up beating him. Wow. So he's they, like it was. It was. It wasn't like I drop a shot, he drops a shot, but he makes it up. He's like we just head to head, toe to toe, sick. And they've lengthened it. Of course they have. Yeah, they Tiger was hitting chicken stick all over that place, but they've lengthened it. There's a couple holes up you like, where the tee box is behind. Like so on on six green, seven tee, which is the smallest tee they've ever seen in championship history, is like right there. Like kind of remember the Saint Gabriel where, I hit that chili dipper back behind the tee. It's like kind of like that. So you got to like, watch shots coming in, and yeah. it, it's a. It, it's a cool course. It should yeah, be. Yeah, it yeah. should be a good tournament. Greens are small, tight. Uh, I think it's going to be a ball strikers awesome. tournament. But the PGA Championship loops call it the redheaded stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> but it should be good. So, um, Oppie, one thing I want to just talk about real quick is the '99 story. I want to go over it first, real quick, because a couple of our you know loyal listeners. But you know, listen, they're fucking mutants too, right? I mean, they're up there. <laughs> there. Chirping us about Josh Richards. First of all, Josh Richards, this kid, moved away from home at 17. He's got fucking bananas in the bank. He's banging the hottest fucking broads in the world. So if you don't like, he's smart. He's, he's smart. making fucking tons of money. He's sitting on he's sitting on boards of great companies. Yeah. He's, he's not just. He realizes. And when I brought it up about the lightning, sorry to cut you off, but no, keep your thought. Cut me off. Is that he's like fuck? I just don't want to be a TikTok star. Like yeah, it's got yeah. me here, but I'm only 21. I want to fucking chase it now. I want to be. I want to use what I have built. <laughs> To not be a TikTok star. Yeah. So you got to appreciate fucking little fucker. He's smart. Exactly. So for all you bitter guys up there that, you know, have been married for 20 years and your wife's put as much weight on as I have and you're upset, <laughs> take it easy. <laughs> take it easy on the kid. I mean, we're trying to branch out here at Mr. Oh, Curfew you think to, he gives a flying fuck? He doesn't give, but he I give a flying care. fuck. And it yeah, was mostly yeah. people probably from Canada. And I love Canada. But boys, the kid's a legend. Yeah, Like yeah. kids in Hollywood banging tens, making millions. Yeah, yeah, Don't yeah. hate on him. And I second agree. of all, we didn't have Gretzky locked in. We had Josh locked in. They're like, oh, you got you, you bumped Gretter for this kid. We didn't bump Gretter. No, we Gretz bu- is gonna come on. Gretz, we, we had coming. We had Josh locked in, and we didn't want to like you know we had, we had to do it that day. It wasn't like we had Gretzky and said fucking beat yeah. a Gretzky for for Josh. But I enjoyed the chat. I did too. So he loves hockey. His Leafs lost. Yeah, so he sent the, his parents to the game. Game five. God, I mean, come on, the kids. Are, they like, won game five. Kids a legend. Like if, seven, if you really think what he did. It's an, it's great. Yeah, so I, I had to get that off my chest because it was coming in hot That's and good. heavy early. As, I'm as glad the, you don't have to live with that anymore. As the, as, the week, <laughs> as the week went on, the comments got better and better, right, Binger? Yeah, Maxie? Yeah, people, yeah, you people guys, came around. Help me out here. At the start, these guys were ripping. Oh, us. as soon as we posted it, people were, uh, people were pretty upset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I well, don't guess who was upset after that? I was there. <laughs> I don't give a shit what they think. I know. Yeah, I I, I, no, and listen, there's stuff we're going to put out that, that they don't like. And f- listen, let us have it. If you're going to let us have it, good. We want the banter, but we're going to come back at you, <laughs> yeah, right? Totally. Like, if you didn't like Josh Richards, that's fine. I'm just saying maybe do some research on him and maybe respect what this kid did. Like, you know, if you're living up in fucking Port Hope, Ontario, playing men's league every Wednesday night, yeah. not that there's anything wrong with that. Yeah, you got the option to just hit fucking <laughs> stop. Like, the interview, you know the interview's coming. You don't want to listen to the kid. Fucking don't listen to it. I think he changed a lot of our minds um, yeah. after the interview. So just hear him out. You know, hear it out before you knock it. That was... that was Well said, Maxie. Well said. That was, well, uh, that was a little more... Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Not poic, but more... Uh, ah, reasonable. Reasonable. Fuck him. Yeah, yeah. So, Josh, thanks again for coming out. Your boy's up back home. You got a problem? Hey, fucking DM we, me. We grew DM up hockey me. players. You don't like it? Fuck you. I don't care. Up uh, uh. dog. Non-playoff topics real quick. Pete DeBoer out in Vegas. It's I, time. I told you. Yeah, okay. It's, you know why it's time? Because they get rid of player after player after player after player and think just bringing in other players is the story. Now, if that's the way you think the story is, it's fine. Yeah. That's good. But it's also a philosophy that's got to kind of go up through the ranks, whether it's your coaches, GM, you know, ownership's got to figure it out. Bill Foley, I don't think Bill Foley fucks around. He don't fuck around. And I think he has this, like, you know, he's a West Point guy. He's a military-minded, very successful, very orchestrated businessman. If he thinks this is the way the team needs to run and needs to change a direction, change a leadership, he makes it. Now, shit. You got rid of shit. Flurry. Shit. You got rid of Revo. You got rid of just you're you're just throwing guys a Paul Stasny, Stasny out there. You know, you get rid of Kneeler after you can make it to the finals. I mean, there's a lot of moves they made that they thought might just be a quick fix to build the championship team. Yeah. Well, now like if Stone doesn't come back as healthy as he's ever been, is he the same player? You know, Jack Eichel, a new, new, fresh addition to your team. Is he going to be the one that takes you to another level? Can you build around him? Will Pacioretty be a guy that can continue to score at will? Where's your goaltending? I, 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 there's, there's big issues. That's so. probably, and I would say this about, and I think Pete DeBoer's a good guy and he's going to land on his feet 100%. Oh, my God. First yeah. of all, their power play this year in the last two years was horrendous, like we both we talked about before. And the way they played this year, like, it felt to me like they were chasing the game a lot, right? Like, they weren't really... You know what, though? I don't know. Like, they played knowing that they're fucked with the salary cap. Yeah. They know. Like, it was like walking on eggshells. Like, shit, are we all coming back healthy now? Who's going to be the guy to get hurt because we need you to get hurt? Yeah. It's a weird thing. <laughs> That's it's true. It's crazy. That, You're that, almost like hoping a guy gets hurt because then it opens up room. Not hoping to get hurt, but you know what I mean. Like, it, it, yeah, am I, I traded. Am I the guy? Yeah. Am I the guy that's gone because we're fucking eight million dollars over the cap or yeah. whatever the hell it was? It was like something like that. It's it sucks. It's not a way to it's not a way to go about a, like a, a healthy season. No, like you know what I mean, like a season of just play hockey, let it all fall into place. You know, the coach doesn't need to juggle lines due to the fucking fact that the guys are making too much money. It's a weird. Yeah, thing. and and you know more than anyone because you're one of the best locker room guys. It trickles into your room. Yeah, a lot of stuff trickles into your room throughout the course of the year, and that would be one thing. Being like, hopefully not SCD. <laughs> <laughs> well, they they, they might have, depending where you're going, part of the season you're in. <laughs> oh God, here we I'll go. be like, I'll tell you what, there'll be a few fucking STDs passed around the bowel of Alberta. I can tell you that. <laughs> yeah. The boys up there, the girls up there. I'll tell you what, we're gonna get into it. But that shaker outside the salad dome outside—that that that looks like where I want to be. Yeah, that looked like fucking Coachella. I, on just, I just didn't see any O'Brien jerseys out there either. Shocking. I bet you. How many? What's the over/under on O'Brien jerseys? Graham Delette has the only one. I think. Oh, I can't wait to see that guy. Yeah, he's going to Tulsa for the. Is you he, want to talk about a guy that 
I'll show you this pack job. You want to hear? You want to see a guy who's in the fucking National League or up dog? Check that pack. That pack job. That's a guy that's been bouncing around the tour for. All a I would bit. say to that's where's the coconut oil? <laughs> he's got <laughs> he's got the fifty five O'Brien Flames jersey in there. That's a foam epic. roller. What's just, that gun called, up dog? That's the Theragun. Theragun, but just. Or, but no, that's the Hyper Ice one. So a similar model. That's uh, that just thing. You know what? You stick a pillow around that thing. You bring it in the bedroom, and it's <laughs> that's good on. if you can't get one fired up. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a guy that's been playing in the PGA Tour. Playing the fucking jungle a little bit. Great God. pack job by you Graham think he's full Over under. Is he folding his fucking shirts or is this old lady? Well, I'll have to nice ask him that's, that's a nice well job. Well done, John. That's Graham Delight. That's National League, as we would say. So uh, uh, he's the only guy I know that has a 55 O'Brien jersey. Um, real quick, closing out Vegas Uppy. I thought they had their chance to go to the finals against Montreal, too. I think losing that series, I know it was two years ago, it was a COVID season. Maybe just because it cost me so much money, I'm still not over it. That was their. I truly believe, Uppy, I said this last week, teams have windows. You know, guys you bring in, they have windows. And I felt like Vegas, I know they had injuries. I think it's a good change. What do you think about Barry Trotz, maybe? Yeah. Hey, Trotzy. Trotzy. Like, look at what look at what Turk did in fucking New yeah. York. I'm so pumped for him. Yeah. By the way, I have him to win fucking, Coach, I did the future on the Jack the Adams. Did he get nominated? Did has they fucking come, nominate has it come that? Out, has it come out, should yeah. be today or tomorrow then. Yeah, it should be today or tomorrow. What do you think my odds are to win that? I think it's pretty good. Pretty good. I think it's going to be Gerard Glant, Todd McClellan, Daryl Sutter. Whoa, there's <laughs> one other guy. Who am I missing? That, that would be my picks probably. Dean Evison, maybe. Fuck. Like he Fuck, came he did in and nice did a good job, job there. Right, nice Dino? Job. Dino did a good job in mini, like for, for a new coach coming yeah. in, taking the reins as a first-time head coach. Like I like when they bring in a – they give the bump to like a you know a rookie head coach. That's true. I, I if, would, if it was me, my I, vote goes to John Cooper out every year. I oh, just Coop. give it to hey, Cooper. I just give it to Cooper. You win again. I'm biased, but I Fucking just give it to Cooper. Good looking son of a bitch. I just give it to Cooper. Have you seen a coach so calm, more calm and collective through a course of Insane. an up and down series than John Cooper? How much does that help when your coach isn't screaming and I, I who knows? But I think I mean it, maybe in between the dressing rooms. You yeah, might have. I think it's it's all fucking orchestrated. Yeah, like Gee. he was standing there with his arms behind his arm. Yeah. I'm like, dude, like on a tough call or even like it's the lawyer background. In yeah, like, hey, cool, cool. never show your cards. Hey, cool. Never show your cards, Coop. Huh? Coop cools the other side of the pillow. If uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are in tough against, we're gonna get into that. Coop, I love you, but I, you're not gonna love my pick, Coop. I'm sorry. All good things, you know. Come on, fella. Uh, Trotsy the Vegas. That's what we think here. Montreal gets the first pick up, dog. I had people saying it was rigged. Shane Wright, um, was it rigged? Would you rig it if you're the NHL? Sure would. Remember a couple years ago, Lafreniere went to New York Rangers and uh, Mar uh, Roberto Luongo tweeted out, ah, that ball looked a little lighter than the other balls, right? Because it just like... Yeah. I mean, if I'm the NHL, I'd rig it. You want your best players in the best cities, don't you? Are people they going to keep that first pick? They're going to take Shane Wright, I would think. Shane Wright. Yeah, not the not the Slovak. Shout out, played for my former team, Kingston Frontenacs. Oh, right on. I've only watched the play a little bit. I shouldn't give a full scouting report here yeah, on yeah, him, but yeah. to me, the only we need our boy Butts. He's a little. He's a this. little slow. He's a little slow. But so was I. You know, I know you were. I played, you I played ten years. Rounder, right? I played Six ten rounder. years. Eighth rounder. So. Eighth rounder. Yeah. Fuck. Do you think there's any way they rig it a little bit? Or like, no way. No. no what, do they pull out the fucking hairy, the hairy uh, dangly ball out well, of the Well, you mix? can make one heavier or lighter. No, what's the physics behind it? There's got to be people fucking thinking, okay, if this ball weighs more than that ball, and wham, up it goes. Or wham, it doesn't go. I think they just got more balls in there. 
There's definitely more balls in there. Yeah, they had the highest percentage. Yeah, 18.5%. People were just thinking it was rigged throughout my social media. I'm just I'm just saying what the people were saying. And we're saying no, it's not. I don't think so, but you know, it should fall to the team that finished last place. Yeah. And if that team is hosting the you You know know what? I'm gonna give a little love to your one of your former teammates here, Dave Backus. Backus thinks from the trade deadline moving on, whoever finishes with the best record gets the first pick. So of all the shitty teams, of all the teams that are out of the playoffs, or all the teams that don't make the playoffs, the yeah. one with the best record out of the out of the teams that don't make it, they get the first pick. So it keeps people putting in their good players. Keeps you having to play down the stretch. Fucking, is he that smart? I know he went to college. <laughs> pretty good idea. That is a good idea. Right? To make after these, the draft, after the so deadline, after the deadline you two months. You got basically 20. Whoever finishes with the most with points gets games. the number one overall pick out of the teams that don't make the playoffs. God, uh, but what if your team's just so god-awful? So so they get the first pick, and then everyone now, else can tank. It would have to be like – I might have fucked that up a bit because what about teams like Vancouver that were knocking on the door and stuff like that? Maybe it was the bottom five teams or something. He had a good idea. I think it was maybe the bottom yeah. five teams. Just it would have teams to be – if, like if, if, you're, if you're physically out of the playoffs, you go into like – or fuck, what if what if at the end of the year they played like a so little like, round robin for it? Yeah, that that would be good for people to That'd be good for TV too. Oh, did they take the standings down here on the NHL site? They did. I think he you're meant just the first overall pick. You're sitting there and you're like, please God, <laughs> do not let fucking Columbus win this game. Yeah. I think he thought the bottom like the, basically the bottom feeders so they can't just tank and they have to play hard down the stretch. I, I don't know if it was every team that missed the playoffs or the bottom five. No, there should be idea. there should be some sort of uh, competitive edge, and it shouldn't be just given to the team that flops. But I, I I'm convinced the NHL is the NHL, and you're never gonna like have teams just go out there and want to lose. But sometimes you you know you know what it's like. Sometimes when you're out and you put young guys in, they compete harder than the guys. Well, I that mean, are there, knowing <laughs> that they're done, and it's just like our year our year in Colorado when we were dead dead last. It's the reason I got McKinnon. Yeah, I often looked at Joe Sacco and went, "Are you trying to fucking lose this game?" Like he, one night he had O'Reilly on the fourth line with McLeod and Bordalo. No disrespect to Cody McLeod or Patrick Bordalo, one of my two. Bordalo is one of my favorite teammates ever. McLeod, I got nothing but respect for. But you're gonna put Ryan O'Reilly on the fourth line with those two guys? Are you trying to lose? <laughs> Do you want to get fired? <laughs> right? Like, and so, you're playing Greg yeah, Zanin yeah. fucking 26 minutes a night here? Yeah. You can, he- you can hear him for 48 minutes a night. <laughs> <laughs> Congrats to the Montreal Canadiens. Bax, we're going to hit Bax up and get the full idea. I'll, I'll straighten that out, listeners, and get his exact idea. Is Bax enjoying his uh, ventures on NHL Series Radio? Yeah, I think he is. He does it from his laundry room. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, he's right in the laundry Good room. Good smell in there, though. Probably yeah. be bounce. Smells like I that. like doing it with Bax because he's old school. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? He, lo- he thinks the game a lot like me and you. Yeah. Oh, we'll bring him in. Yeah, he lives here. I know. He's right up. Fuck, he's in my neighbor now. Yeah, he's he's up, in Newport yeah, Heights. You're up there with him all the, yeah, there with all the, the people. I'm the family kids. crew yeah, now, yeah, man. Yeah. Come on. I got to tell you a couple times at night at Cowboy, I just, I, I, I <laughs> moment of silence. I, moment of silence for up dog. His jersey's hung in here. Pointed to right your there. jersey, and then I went back out and played. I went back out and played. I went back out and played. Listen, we were shorthanded with Elliot. I hope you know that, too. I know. Yeah. All right, hard finalist, up dog, McDavid Matthews Shazurkin. I would have went McDavid Matthews and I would have thrown Roman Yossi in there just for what he did. Um, listen, Hubie and Johnny Goudreau, you got snubbed, boys. I mean, Johnny Hockey and, and Hubie both could have been in there. They both deserve it, yeah. especially Johnny Goudreau. I know. Listen, we all... And all Hubie. Like, and Hubie. They, they, got, they, got, they got snubbed. But 
And there's no there's no like most assists or most plus minus, right? No. What have you what what would have been your three finals? Uh I mean, McDavid is just, he's, he's in every year. He's too good. Too good. Like you could literally just argue he should win this again. <laughs> I, I, I think Matt, yeah, you're right. You, I you think, could argue that he's, he's just kicked everyone's ass in points. And that's, you know, I Matthews think he was 60 goals. Yeah. I think Matthews is going to win it. Which oh, I called. Yeah. Thank I you. think you did call it. Fuck. But who would you have Matthews, McDavid? And then who would you, would you put I Hubie in there? I, 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 I said before I'd have Hubie in there. I said on NHL network, um, you know what? Yeah, Hubie. Yeah. Johnny G, though. Johnny Hockey. Johnny Hawk. What a goal. Dude. Yeah, we're going to get it Good all. for you. We're in the A. Good for you, buddy. He's playing great. Um, Calder Fildest, uh, Mo Sider. This kid fucks. I don't know if people haven't watched him play in Detroit. Or if you want to watch him, watch him play for Germany in the World Championships right now. Our boy Trevor Zegers, this kid. I mean, I love this kid. I love I him. I love him. Z, He's, I fucking love you. Yeah. Um, he said, I can't come on the pod. He's like, I'll be laughing too much to you guys. Like, <laughs> that's what he said. If I come on, I'm just be laughing the whole fucking time. I said, yeah. He left today. He flew. I on. know. I don't think he's coming on. And then <laughs> uh, Michael Bunting, too old. Shouldn't be him. Too old. 26, too old. Done. I would have went and you're playing Zegris, Cider, and Lucas Raymond from uh, Detroit. No disrespect to Bunting. He had a great year, but you're 26 years old. You're a man almost by then. It's just. Yeah. Um, up dog, we had Bo Byram and you had Spencer Knight. Neither of them got any love. Ah, they were both, you know, Bo was hurt. Spencer, but Bo Byram, I mean, he's playing great right now in the playoffs. You think our boy Zegers can win it or what? Ah. You know what? I, I just, I, I don't. I've watched Cider play. Yeah. Um, but you know what he has going for him? Is the goddamn NHL loves him. Exactly. And he's a great face for hockey. Big time. So, uh. Would he look good holding the Calder Trophy? Yeah, I think so. Is and he I gonna mean, wear listen, a six played, suit and have good like, flow? Can I have some candidates? Over yeah, here? look at this. He played. I'm making a big. Oh, what a crap! He played four less games than Bunting and had two less points. So if he would have played the same amount of games, he would have had more points than Bunting. Yeah, he, Bunting's not his competition. It's Cider. It's Cider. Hundred percent. Yeah. All and right, up Cider, dog. Cider uh, kid fucks. And it, yeah, he's so good. NFL pl uh, playoff. Round recap. First of all, tip our hats. We both went eight and zero. Oh. Eight and zero, oh, fella. I bet them all, boys. I won all eight series. Uh, I mean, corn dogs, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Eight and zero. Oh. Eight and zero. Oh. It was unreal. Thank you. Flowers six and two. Loop dog five and three. Loops went. I, I liked where Loops' heart was. Right, he went with Pitt, Boston, and Mini. Hard he, he teams, old veteran, school teams. Yeah, yeah, big. Yeah. I know, I know. And hard. And then he flipped on game one of the first round and went, "What in the hell am I watching?" Yeah, I, I told you, I told you. Yeah, because he hasn't watched much hockey. I'm like, it's. So I'm gonna let Loops off the hook a little bit. Um, you had some fun stats there, didn't you? For the last it's fucking rights, I did. Are you nuts? For you betters out there in DraftKings, DraftKings baby. Uh, there's some lines here I got to talk to you about, like puck lines, for example. Seventy-five percent of these games will be in the first round were won by two or more goals. That's crazy. Compared to like before it was it was super tight. Teams are pulling their goalies early. Is that power plays ups too a little bit or what? Is it the PPs? Maybe. There's a lot of fucking blowouts. Great point by you. They're pulling their goalies. They pull their goalies at minimum three minutes. Mm -hmm. Um and then if you're an over under guy, I, I know like you're my boy K Wash. You gotta bet <laughs> the game, the puck line, and the fucking over under. We say that take it every which way you can take her. 31, 18, and two wow. went over the posted total I bet. of around six and a half goals. Now, the Calgary series, five and a half. 
was the over-under. And, and it, those fuckers were going under a I know. lot. There wasn't much room. That fucking, a lot. The last game was uh, was was three two. So it was um, push. It was a push. No, it was still under the still post. Still under the post. Was it three two? Yeah, it was three two. Three two. What a what fuck. a game. We're gonna get in. Let's get into that. But um, so if you like the overs, overs, bet the games, fuck. DraftKings, DraftKings baby, baby, they're everywhere. Um, up dog, our first segment, our next segment, brought to you by our good friends at Good Life. Promo code curfew. It's our segment this time of year, just called Tea Times. Tea Times, baby. You got the Chilano Bay T-shirt on. I don't know. I if was the, golfing. I don't know if the boys can get on there. They got to buy a lot, but I mean, they can play. <laughs> they can play somewhere. Toronto Maple Leafs. Listen, they play good. They did. I, I honestly thought they were going to win Game Seven because Tampa, to me, through the course of the series, they looked a little tired. But Tampa got it done. I mean, there's only one. There's one reason why. I don't know. His name has like. 12 different syllables. Vasilevsky. There you go. Yeah. That's the reason. I bet I bet on the goalie. Yeah, I and took then Tampa I parlayed well. it with everything else that could happen and I won. Thank you. But they ran into a team that just is destined to show up in these big games. No, I know. Like and like talking about Coop. Listen, I like Sheldon Keefe. I really do. I think he's a good coach. I don't I'm not going to put it really on Keefe. I'm going to put a little bit of on Kyle Dubas, the way he built this team. I think they're better. But, like, the one thing Sheldon Keefe said, like, oh, I think we got way more respect in the handshake line this year than every other year. What? You're out. Every guy I told him I shook it, that guy's hand, I shook it like, fucking sayonara, fella. See you later, <laughs> bud. Let me know if you need a fucking club in Hollywood. I'll text up and get you in. Like, it's like, <laughs> you're, out. you're fucking out. You're out. Yeah, yeah, Get yeah. the fuck out of here. I saw him I talk to Coop. He's like, hey, go get three. Yeah, like. You fucking got beat. I get what Sheldon Keefe's saying, up Like, are they better than they were four years ago? Yes. Yeah. Fact of the matter is, they lost another game seven. You've played in game sevens. I never played more on the show, but I'd like to think if I played a game seven at home, I'd fucking win that hockey game. No, yeah. or it's so hard, but yeah, they're cursed. <laughs> they are. are. They cursed. They're cursed right now. They can't get out of. It. They get the best. They're fucking on paper the best team in the league. How'd Mitch Marner play in your mind? Uh, Mitch Marner, I thought was 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 exceptional. Was great actually in the first five games. Six game, he was all over the place. Now was he like you like say? <laughs> get fucking punched in the face. How's your black? Yeah, guy? like I just don't think he's engaged enough. He's not that life. guy. I it's know, like, but that but the team knows that. I know. You can't expect him to go out and do it. But you got to do stuff that. Yeah, like, I know. You're not supposed to do like the one year in Vancouver. I scored two goals in the playoffs. I wasn't supposed to do that. I scored fucking one all year. I got two. I know, yeah, you got to step up and play above. You're someone else who's supposed to block a shot and fucking Kyle Wellwood. You got to play above your... Get punched in the face. Like, Marner, go watch... Pull up some clips of Kyle Wellwood back in the day and watch Welly play. Welly was just as gifted as him offensively. Oh, yeah, big time. Get in there a bit. Like, for me, I still didn't see that. I feel bad for Austin Matthews, man. I feel like he deserved to win. He played unbelievable. He hit... The way Austin Matthews played in Game 5 physically was maybe the best game I've ever seen him play. Yeah. I feel bad for him. Was that the the rebound goal from Marner that he just did? Nah, what a celly. What a celly. What a celly. See, it's too bad, though, because even though the celly and the goal is so nice, you just, you're done. You're golfing. <sighs> Listen, they have, a great, they have a great hockey club. They're fun to watch. And for those people in Toronto that play $300 to go to a regular season game, I'm sure most nights they leave, they're satisfied because they are yeah. an excellent team to watch. Yeah, for sure. Um, our point. boy Rick Rowley didn't jump off the CN Tower. I tried to tweet. He's, <laughs> he's still kicking. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I honestly up here. I thought the they were whole good. thank you video he did, like, oh man, the guy went everywhere for his team. I know, fucking went to Brazil and prayed for the fuckers. I, I thought they were gonna. I, I just felt like they were gonna finally do it. I, I still took Tampa because I had them in the series. 
I just thought, and it was 2-1. I thought they needed one more. I'm like, Tampa needs one more and this is over. But they hung on. And you want to talk about fucking winning mentality? Sorelli blocking a shot. I know. Like, it was guys getting in the lane. Kalorn, point. Pucks out. They're doing it, Pucks yeah. out. Even Cooch, man, he gets in Yeah. There. Cooch is banged up. He's skating. Like, he's not, I think he's a little dinged up, isn't he? Their team's dinged up. Yeah. Team's dinged up, yeah. But. Tea times for the Leafs. Go play national. O-Dog or Camilleria get you on national. Boys, go play their hardest track ever. Great Glenn track. Abbey. I wonder if Glenn Abbey's still kicking. Tough track. Pittsburgh Penguins. Might have been the last dance up, dog. Yeah, I read, the, you read the article. Yeah, came I did. Out. Yeah. I did. Sid's not happy. Latang and Malkin. Three years. 15 million they offered. Five each. Three of the best fucking players ever to play the game. Tough. Crazy. Who offered him that, Ronnie? Ronnie Hexy. Tough, tough go, Ronnie, when you got Sid the Kid saying this bullshit move. Um, You know, I could see Malkin going down to South Florida next year, right? If Florida doesn't get it done this year, hey, bring in Malkin. Latang? Fuck, where, who wouldn't want Latang? Toronto Maple Leafs would give their left nut for the tang. A hundred percent. Their left nut. Montreal would take them too. hundred percent. What's this uh, Brian Russ going to make? Rusty, he played well. He played Fuck, really he's well. He's a good player. And Jake Gensel at six million bucks could be the biggest deal. Biggest eight steal. Eight goals ever. in the fucking first round. Eight. This guy's career playoffs is insanity. I know. I hope they show this fucking high. Uh, yeah, here we go. NHL total in the playoffs. Guess how many goalies, goals he's got in the playoffs? He's played... Uh, uh, let me guess. I, I saw he's this. played 58 games in the playoffs. He's got... I'm going to guess it's either 26 or 36. He's got 34 snipes. Yeah, I, th I saw it the other day come across 58 the 58 games. That's outrageous, man. It's pretty good. In the last couple of years, he didn't. But the years they won, like, you know... You know what You know what hurt them a bit, too, was fucking Raquel getting fucking hit so hard early in the series that he wasn't Ricard Raquel that he could have been, right? Would you agree with that? You you like Ricard Raquel. I do. Yeah. And he was in addition to help score. And fuck, there's a lot of goals scored in that thing, but he didn't. Big hit. A clean hit. I want to say this too. Thank you. You just reminded me. The series, and I said this too, and I'm, I'm going to apologize to the Rangers fans when we get to their series. Because I said at 3-1, sitting right in this rest studio with you, that that series was fucking over. And in my opinion, it was over. Now, Sid gets hurt. And it, I, I think if Sid doesn't get hurt, they don't, they don't lose. But... I, I text this to Loops and to you. That's why you hit in the playoffs. People are, if people listen to this podcast and say, oh, Brian Upshaw, you guys are old school dinosaurs. Yeah, maybe you're right. But that's why you hit. Because that hit there, which when you played playoffs, you played that way, it changed the whole dynamic of the series. Without that hit, like it or, like it or not, yeah. No, Rangers I, are playing. I, I agree. I agree. So that's like, that's why I said to you, and I know you feel the same way, that's why we talk about hitting. Yep. You have to hit come playoff time. That was a dirty hit on Sid. <clears throat> I mean, listen, if I was playing for the Pickers or Penguins, I would have went right to Trouble the next shift and fought him. Yeah, I, I, didn't, I, would not have, I didn't love it. But as a fan looking at it, I get like, you know, I give Trouble credit, Trouble credit. And we talk, it's funny because me and you talked on this podcast. I, we said to each other, is Trouba the hardest hitting defenseman in the league right now? Because he remember he's laying guys out all year. People were chirping us. I called him the new age Scott Stevens, which he's not Scott Stevens. But he hits to hurt, and, he, yeah. and and that's still the game. As much as you want to make it fucking dingle-dangle, power plays, NHL goals, it's still hockey. You can still hit, and it changes playoff series. Yeah. Yeah, and you're going to get banged up throughout the – like yeah. missing a guy, one game here, two games there, coming back, he plays hurt, he's getting shot up. You go round after round, the pain doesn't fucking hurt anymore. No. You got the cup in your Especially in your when you win that series, eh? When I know. It's a, re is. it's a reset. Yeah. All of a sudden, that team is gone. All of a sudden, eight teams fighting for the cup now. There's four. 
You know, it's it's crazy, but it's just you like you know what? It's funny that sunk into me today too. I was watching the point last night with our boy Bucci. Uh, Torch was on there, Subinator and 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 Weeksy, and they 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 did that. They went from the you know the eight yeah. teams to four, and I was like, "Fuck, I was that close at one point." Yes, you know, it's crazy when you or get no, to four. No, it was sixteen to eight. Sixteen to eight. Sorry, but then all of a sudden you're like, even when I saw the eight, sorry, yeah. that's I fucked that up. The eight, I was like, "Fuck, I was you know, I was seven teams away from it's the best time of year." Yeah, best time of year to watch, best time of year to play, yeah. to be a fan. It's awesome. And I just want to say to Sid, man. Um, I've got to know him a little bit over the last couple of years, mainly through Tyson Berry and seen him in Santa Monica all the time. Well done. You played great all season. You were a beast in the playoffs. It's unfortunate you did get hurt. And I loved what he said. And we're going to talk about the stupid fucking helmet rule that me and you have said before. I love what Sid said about it. If yep. that's how you feel and you're the greatest 200-foot player in the game right now and a fucking legend. Who cares about the fucking helmet? Say it. Right? Who cares? He said it. It was unbelievable. He said he thought it cost him a series or the difference in the game. Um, it was great. Yeah. So, by the way, he's not done. No, he fuck. is. He, he is years left. And when, and when we talked about this on NHL Network, their girl Jackie, I'm like, he doesn't, he doesn't look like he's 23, and and he's fucking 33, 34, whatever he is now. I think he's maybe a little older. He still plays like he's young. He still has legs. He still has stamina. He can still stay out like two, three minutes, um, you know, to finish a game, and he's he's battling. Yeah, he's 34. 34, yeah. Yeah, he looks, you know, I mean, besides great. besides he had a little gray hair at his press conference, the one I'm talking about, he? he still looks like a fountain of youth. That's with three cups. Yeah. You can have three gray hairs, you got three cups. I mean, he played great. So, Sid, congratulations. Uh, the Minnesota Wild and your boy, Dean Evison. Um, they're teeing it up this week in Mini. Where would they play? What's a sick course in Mini you could play? Gotta, in Mini? Yeah, there's got to be a couple nasty ones there, right? Yeah, we'll find a couple. Yeah. Yeah. So well, who lives in Mini? I don't know, Sid? but they're looking. No, no. I'm saying the Minnesota Wild are looking. Oh, for, they're done. They're looking for a place to tee up this week. Um, I thought the rules in the playoffs. Listen, kudos to the Blues. We're getting the Blues, but I thought you know Delorier was a non-factor. He couldn't get going. You know, even Foligno's physical play and Greenway's physical play, and you know Flurry wasn't great. And you know they, uh, the only thing that I didn't like Dean Evison did all year was stuff Talbot in there for Game Six. Like I, I didn't love that. I didn't love it either. Yeah, you know you're running with Flurry. I mean, he played good, but that's what happens when you don't like. I think, you know, they lose game one. I think you automatically go to fucking Talbot. Like I thought it should have been just go to him right away, give them both a taste of it and see who had the hot hand, and then let one guy kind of hundred percent. That's kind of the way you can't just like because then you are gonna get put in that spot. Unless you're, if Dean Everson said before, if me and you were, the, if you were, if you were, if we were the coaches and you're that coach and you said to me, Obes, I'm going with Flurry, I would say, okay, but if, are you going with him for the whole time? Because if not, then we better have the other guy ready for game two if we lose. And if you said, no, I'm going with Flurry the whole time, then you got to ride him till you die. You got to play Flurry in game six. Yeah, yeah. Or you throw Talbot in game two, like you said, and then they both realize that they're in this series. Yeah. Yeah. The year I was in St. Louis, we ran with, with Brian Elliott the whole way. Yeah. And then we got to San Jose and we ended up going down 3 2. Or 3-1, and we, boom, we put in Jake Allen. Said, fucking Jake, come on, we need you. Boom, he wins this a game. Now we go back. And did we go to Jake Allen again? <sighs> no, I think we went to Brian Elliott. To, yeah. We went to Elliott. That's Jake a, got us the win, and we went back to Elliott, and he played fucking great in the game six. That's a good point. You're looking for just a spark up the team. Get a spark, but this was his This is his was that Was that game at home or away when they... We put him in at home. Yeah. And See, that's, we went on the road that's again. Different. That's different, too, than throwing him, hey... You were going into St. Louis, Talbot. Fucking go in there for game six. Like, yeah. I would have been like, fuck you. Yeah, no, I know. 
But I love Dean Ebison. I think I think they're going to be right there. And then last but not least, the LA Kings, tea times. Fuck, they're probably playing Bel Air with Stoli, eh? And if not, come down to Big Canyon. Yeah, we'll take you boys out. I thought, listen, Todd McClellan, buddy, great job. I thought they, what a series they put. I, yeah. I thought they were going to get smoked. No, I mean, Kempy played great. Kempy's a star, Kemp, Yeah, he played great. I follow played great. Their whole, I mean, their squad, good D, meat. Meat Stick played. Yeah. Got in there. He was in there. I mean, it's a successful year for the kids. I liked how Meat just kept his composure. He didn't do anything dumb. He didn't take any dumb penalties. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping he was going to do something dumb. I know. <laughs> and he might have had to at any of the games, got out of control. No, but he didn't really. There were a lot of close games. In all seriousness, that's a great point by you. I mean, he, he you know, when you're in the playoffs and you're, you're a guy that plays on the edge, you have to find a way to not go over that edge because you don't want to let your teammates down. You don't, And he didn't do that. You know, he played. Under control, so you're right, you know, to Brandon Lemieux, a.k.a. meet, way to be a pro. By the way, uh, you were in Cabo. You might not have seen this. Did you see my tweet that I wrote? What I, I said, uh, Edmonton Oilers lose this game. God, that was a fucking tweet of a this, tweet. This could be the last time you, you either said this see will 90, be. No, I said this could possibly be the last time either 97 or 29 wear an Oilers jersey yeah. if they do not win this game. There's a little more pressure on the Oilers fans. Meaning, <laughs> meaning... Not Oilers and not the fact that you won a hundred and something points this year. It's not that. It's the fact that these guys, they're fed up. Not, it would be they're fed up. Their team can't get past the first round. Yeah. Not, not them. Not they had a great year. Their points are fucking great. They're great players. Do they want to spend any more time in Edmonton had they not won that game? That was my question. I wanted to stir the pot. Oh no! Bob was... Stoffer texted me. He's like, "Are you still dr- are, you, are you drinking already?" I said, "Fuck yeah, I'm drinking. I'm at fucking Chileno Bay member guest." But I'm serious here. Yeah. I got my money on the Oilers, yeah. and I even said, "I said, get ready for the Oilers to play their best game of the year. Hammer them, DK Sportsbook. Let's go." I hammer them too. And shout out to our boy Tyson Barry. I had a fucking parlay from hell going on that Thursday night, and I needed the Oilers for my fourth win, and Bear sneaks in and scores that goal. The game six win in L.A. showed me tons of character from the 100%. Oilers. 100%. Showed me tons of characters. I said, you can characters. bet your fucking bottom dollar these guys will play their best game this year. Should we talk about Evander Kane? Got luck. Uh, he got lucky they won game seven, because when he went like that to the crowd, the fuck are you doing? Right? Like, fucking don't McDavid do that. wasn't happy. No. Like... And I and listen, Vander Kane. You've 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 been you've been great in the room. You've played unbelievable. I'm giving you lots of respect for what you did, man. But fuck off. Like, don't do that. And I've done lots of stupid stuff, so maybe I'm not the guy to talk. But like, if you're a Vander Kane and you got the best player on the planet that's trying to get over the hump, back to the second round for the second time in his career, you don't need to give the Oilers any more momentum. You don't need to fuel them. Don't. Just get I on the mean, bird. I mean, Kempfi did the the ear thing, which Connor does at home. That was what it was about. Good point. Kempfe scored that OT winner and did this with Connor does all. He the did time. the Hulk. He did the Hulk. Okay, eh? <laughs> I am a real. <laughs> now, so you thought that's what it was more about? I mean, sick goal, the Kempfe goal, sick nah, goal in OT. It shut. Cheddar. Yeah, I know, and it shut that whole crowd up. Now, is that what Evander did? Yeah, I think that's what he did. Now, yeah. it's it's just you know you fuel the fire when you do this shit. Maybe I shouldn't chirp, but mine was in the jungle. We're playing Hershey game three on the road. I scored the OT winner. I gave him this one. <laughs> but that was a fucking jungy. Hershey, eh? Hey, Hershey. Fuck, we lost the Calder Cup finals in that barn. Fuck. They have great, great fans. Great fans. Fuck, yeah. that barn gets going. Yeah. They were some ruthless things being said. It was great. I that was it. when you're in Portland, the semis, right? Yeah. We played them in the finals. We were, that was conference finals. We would have played, oh, yeah, yeah. played you guys. 
Um, that was our segment, Tea Times, brought to you by our good friends at Good Life Promo Code. Up here, I need you to teach me promo code curfew. curfew. How do I get the t- how, do, how do I get the fucking um, t-shirt bundle? The bundle? It's uh, a subscription-based bundle. I'll help you out. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to do that. Get on there with the yeah. I need to do that. Uh, our next segment brought to you by our good friends at DraftKings promo code Curfew Kings. Um, NFL playoff discussion up dog. First of all, what Canadian crowd were you most proud of in the first round? Oh, tough because they were all good. Ah, uh, they were. They were all Do good. I got to pick one. You could just. I'll pick one. Are you, what, what one jumps out to you? If I'll you pick one. I will say, um, you know, just, you know what? I'll say this. Just because it was so unexpected out of the three, I'm going to say the Toronto Maple Leafs. Well, that, that's, that's good. Just it was. because it was unexpected. You, you, you got the, the fucking white shirt. You come in. You're always late. You're fucking drinking, doing business deals underneath the fucking tunnel. You came out. You cheered on your team. <laughs> they played great for you. They ran into a buzzsaw named Vasilevsky. But you guys were buzzing. Like the last game and the comebacks from them. Let's talk about the comebacks. They're, they had two comebacks at home that were out of this world. Right? Yeah. Down 2 nothing. Teams think they're done. Yeah. And they come back. And, and you know what? You're, you're, I, you're right. And I was so proud being a Leafs fan growing up the way they were in game, game one and two. Game five, they go down 2 nothing. I used to talk to Loops about this. They get so quiet and so nervous I mean, Tampa, Toronto came back to win the game, so they they got away with it. But it was so quiet when they're down two nothing. I'm thinking that's when you that's when you yell, "Go Leafs, go, go Leafs, go!" Like these guys are already nervous enough on the bench. And credit to the buds, they came back and won. But I'm like, this is when you get loud, right? Like, and for me, my favorite crowd in the first round was the Oilers fans. I thought they were the dr- yeah. I thought they were the drunkest. <laughs> I thought they were the loudest. I thought they were their barn is sick, you know. Calgary's fans were great too, but the barn in Edmonton is sick. And yeah. I just thought, like, they were fucking ready to go in Oil Town. Should like, we bring Rowley out there? The beers. Who? Rick Rowley. <laughs> put him in an Oilers jersey. It'll kill him. I love how Rick Rowley, I did his thing to him. Hey, I hope you're all right. He came and did his, his like, I didn't jump off the CN Tower in an Avs jersey. I'm like, a boy, because he knows I got the Avs. I'm like, a boy. Way to put the Avs jersey on. Um, Canadian fans, good to see you rocking. Uppy, the no bucket thing. We had talked about it. It's a fucking horrendous rule. Horrendous. I, I had a Twitter battle with Dave Jackson, me, him, and Carlo Kaliakovo going toe-to-toe throughout the playoffs. He's like, and I respect Dave Jackson. He's doing a great job for ESPN. He was a great ref when me and you played the game. It's nothing personal with Dave, and he knows that. It's a fucking terrible rule. Listen, let me finish my shift. I'm out there. I will take the risk. If you ask every NHL player, how many in the league? 800 players or what? 750 players? Yeah, something like They'll that. They'll run the risk in the Stanley Cup playoffs of getting a stick or a puck in the fucking head totally. to finish the play. We're hockey players. Totally. We look, we were on our hair yeah. buzzing. I was loving to get hit in the face in the playoffs. Go Guy Lafleur. Till the series is over, you're like, look at yourself, you're like, fuck. How am I going to go to Hollywood with Uppy and Luke? It's a good beat down, though. I like when your face it's gets a good beat, beat down. Up, right? In the playoffs, you yeah, get cut this, up and this your one lips hurt. are all fucked. This one hurt. Black a lot. eyes, your ears. Uh, man, I got hit in the ear one time. It was black. In the playoffs. The ear's tough. Try laying on the pillow with that. <laughs> I got hit with a fucking puck in the ear at practice rink in San Jose playing for the Flames. Oh. Bob Hartley. I thought Ooh, I was you gonna... finally went stick on puck. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, you You're fucking You're going to go butt. knuckles on your nose. I, it was a Sunday. We shouldn't even be practicing. Made That's us go to the, the stupid rink. We wanted to watch Sunday football. I go stick on puck up there. Hits me my left ear. <laughs> Had to go to some little fucking clinic to get stitched up. I thought I was going to get the cauliflower going. It was bad. Like It was thick and like hard. 
At least yours is a playoff, though. Yeah. This is fully in, inside black. <laughs> what if it was a Sunday afternoon in San Jose and you had something lined up in Santana Row? You would have yeah. been a little upset, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I would have just balanced it out. <laughs> Stayed on my feet. Um, I love what Sid said about it. You feel the same way about the rule. Let, 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 let them play out the shift and then change if that or whatever. Yeah, like, it's the same thing as a stick. You lose a stick, like you still get to fuck around out there, especially when you're forechecking the goalie. And you ask one NHLer, and I know the answer. I don't even have to ask you. When that bucket comes off out there and you're playing in the National League, doesn't matter. I went from a they fifth, don't even hit each I other. I went anyway. from a four, five, six D man to a fucking all star. I was just snapping it, right? Yeah, I agree. And I even had a bald spot. I didn't care. I was, I can still snap yeah, it. That's I embrace thought. that shit. <laughs> Guys, up out drinking beers. Like, Fuck, well, Brian's going balls back. <laughs> I don't feel so bad. <laughs> Let the boys play. The fucking bucket comes off. Finish the shift. Um, I don't know. I'm sorry. I just it's too bad it happened in the playoffs, right? No, I, I agree. I agree. Um, that was presented by our good friends at Giraffe Kings. Promo code Curfew Kings. All right, up, dog. Second round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Let's go. Let's go. First predictions, thoughts. Number one, obviously, the Battle of Alberta. Who you got? Should we tease it? That uh, are we going? We're going. Are we going? We're fucking going, Edmonton. I think we're going, listeners. I think you're going to see the missing curfew crew. Max and Binger, are you guys coming? Max, you have to. Come. If they let you, go, if they let you <laughs> so guys you. in the country, if, yeah. If they let us in the country, we'll be there. Definitely. Max, listen. If you go to the Battle of Alberta, kid, you don't have to be the. But we're be worried about being the only guy drunk down, sleeping on the floor. You don't have to worry about that because there'll be about seventeen thousand people of those guys after the game. So you'll fit right in. <laughs> Sounds like my type of place. Here we go. Binger, have you ever been to Canada? Uh, I went once to the Toronto Blue Jays. I stayed in the hotel in the stadium on nice. my way back from Greece. But besides that, never. There'll be doobies flying everywhere. You'll oh, be great. Yeah. I'll, be make fun. Sure, I'll make sure someone Up dog will start spinning fun. doobies like he did back in the day for Bonnaroo. It's a nice little homecoming for me, though. I know, I know what you're thinking. Well, no, I know what you're thinking. Over I'm there. getting to go back. I'm inviting He's Brent using missing curfew as a reason to go up there. Let's not all kid ourselves here, boys. Eh? I mean, my, my daughter still hasn't been up there, but this is a business trip. Oh, yeah. Shit. Is Do Brento going to come down solo? Brento. I text him Well, yet. listen, Brento. Listen. Tell your beautiful wife. You're coming solo, I fella. Know. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a tag. I grew. I got and I had to put a group text together to the boys who I know that are all going to be there. Probably have a suite at the game. My boy TJ, a bunch of the boys are going to be all fired up. They're going to get pinned. They we're going to get pinned. They're going to be pinned. Uh, so what are we going to go? Game. We're going we? game. We're going game two in Calgary, and then game three in Edmonton. Wow. See, si, senor. What do you think of that? Break out the fucking Advil. Break it out. Yeah, yeah, it's all good. They got the strong stuff up there. Wait, have you ever had a Canadian beer? Labatt's? I don't know. Maybe. I'm Ice Cold Molson Canadian. I'm getting on the reservations now. Cactus Club, Saturday night. Cowtown. Where are we going to go Friday night in Cowtown? Right to fucking Cowboys. Right after the Princey, Masters. tell them I need the fucking best table. They got tables there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we want a table at fucking Cowboys. You know who's in Calgary, too, is Commodore, so we'll text Commie. 100%. Yeah, yeah. We got to have a... Let's go have a night. We'll text Commie right after we do this pod. Yeah. Actually, let's wrap it up now. That was Mr. Curfew. <laughs> <laughs> Do we get our bets in for today? I'm Fuck, I'm already in on my bets. Right, um, so happy for the Bell of Alberta. Up dog. I think it's going to come down to your boy Markstrom. I think it's going to come down to depth. My one concern about the Flames is, you know, Goody and Big Z, they've been great. Get the feet moving, boys. Get the feet moving. I got Flames in seven. I like it. Who you got? I, uh, I switched up my late pick. I did have Calgary. 
But I'm a fucking Northern Alberta guy. I was an Oiler guy growing up, Bobes. I love these guys. I've uh, been hard on them all year. You have been. I know. You have been. I respect it. The dog days. But listen, they got out of it. They needed to. They got out of the first round. There's eight teams left. Edmonton Oilers is one of them. I'm pretty happy. Um, is Leon Dreisaitl healthy? He's going to have to be. Is uh, Mike Smith... Is he, you know, an actual goalie that does have the top three save percentages in the history of the NHL in the playoffs for like a minimum thirty I love games? Smitty. He has save percentage like nine twenty-seven. Smitty was kicking. Smitty was yeah. Smitty played well. Can he just stay in the net and stop pucks? But Markstrom's fucking. Markstrom sick. is nasty. Nasty. And um, let's say this about your Oilers because they could easily win this series. McJesus had fourteen points in seven games against the LA Kings, who are one of the most structured teams in the NHL. Quick was kicking. So if he can get fourteen against that team that sits back. You know, I don't see him slowing down. No. I mean, this no, is going to be... Up. How about the physicality? Who's fight? Can Cassian fight Luch right off the bat? I think he's got to. Right off the get-go. Kane might. <laughs> I mean, Kane, I shouldn't, Kane shouldn't be fighting. There's got to be a fight in the Battle of Alberta. Kane and Goody are going to go at it. Look at that matchup this week. It'll be a Kane versus Gabranson. Goody, I would pump Kane. I know. Pump his eyes shut. But I mean that that'll be the battle of all, like Goody and that Zadarov will be so hard on them. Yeah. Someone, Goody's going to, someone's going to have to protect, not that he needs protecting, but Matty Kachuk's going to need a little bit of somebody if, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because like, I could see Kane, I, go, I could see, boy, I could see Kane going after him. I think Kachuk is hurt. You know, fuck, what a goal he scored in game seven. Fucking short. That was short side titty boys. That was a good goal to to, to go two two. Like they were they were. I mean, unfortunately, it wasn't looking good. Fucking Battle of Alberta. This is great. It's great. This is great, great for hockey. I got Flames. Updogs got Oilers. I got Oilers in seven. Sunshine State Fuck Fest, named by the Updog himself. Tampa, Florida. Coop. I'm sorry, man. I love you. This kills me. Kills me in my heart to say this, but I just think. And man, I hope you prove me wrong, Coop. Stammer, Killer, Patty, Pears. I love your whole team. I just, I think they're going to run out of gas. I think Florida got a little wake-up call, like, holy fuck here. You know? Like, let's not forget, Florida was down 3 nothing in game five ups. It's, it was corn dogs almost for yeah. them. So I just think, I got Florida. I got them winning in, uh, I believe I picked them to win in six up dog. Does Tampa know how to lose? Not two in a row. They've won fucking nine straight series. <laughs> Not two in a row. Nine straight rounds of hockey they've won. I know. I know. Listen, if they were a healthy team right now, if, if Point was fine and I think Kucherov's banged up and if they were flying at all cylinders, I would probably lead my pick towards Tampa. I just think they're going to run out of gas. They're like They're not going to run out of you know the will. And, yeah, but yeah, they're yeah. humans. No, no, no. They're, they're right, human right. beings. But um, I'm, a, I'm a, you know what? I got a I got a bet here with with my my alumni. I'm a Florida Panther. I think it's their year. I think they're going to come out of the East. I think they they proved a little adversity was good for their team in the first round. Um, the way they came back against Washington, they were backs up against it. They were dead in the water. They were corn dogs if they didn't get that that goal at the end of the game. Sam Bennett. By the way, Carter Verhege for Heggy, you fuck. Wow, you fuck. How good was he? Sniping. Jesus Christ. He was hey, unbelievable. Good for him. He what was a so good, man. So to me, I think these guys, but you're right. If, if Tampa's healthy, it's a different story. Can they score at will? If they can, this is going to be a great, great series. Battle, the, it'll be a battle. This is going to be that. It's going to be a good old-fashioned fuck fest, as you would say. So Coop and the, uh, and the Bolts, good luck. Coop, you know we love you here. 
Uh, Abs and Blues start tonight, Tuesday, recording this. Uh, you talk about this alum- is where we can talk- look across the table talk- at each other and be like, "All right, you talk about alumni. We got alumni here. All buddy, right, but it's on the opposite squad. I mean, I played an alumni game in the <laughs> Colorado Avalanche. Hey, Uppy's played more alumni games than for the Avs than I have, and I played there. Um, I'm bad with my Blues. You want to go first? Listen, St. Louis, what you did against Minnie, step up. You guys are men. Yeah, Bennington. Run with it, baby. I like, what? He's got good style. I know, no, no, no. Run with it. And then, <laughs> I know, you know I what? Tori Krug, come back. We need you. Shenner, keep playing hard. Fact Daddy, Perron, I mean, Sod, Thomas, Cairo, Bobo. These boys are fired up. Come on. Well, how do you not like that squad? I love that squad. Right? You're I just, lo- it's a little love, upsetting that they got to play. Your I love boys. Ryan O'Reilly. Yeah. Ryan O'Reilly, um, I, I, I knew he was going to – I had a couple beers with him, a couple JMOs with him after Getty's game, like we said. I saw the look in his eye, the eye of the tiger. He played unbelievable. He's going to play unbelievable again. I just don't think – and I could be wrong, and I fucking wagered a lot of fucking money on this, so I hope I'm not. Because the, the line in this series, whoever made this line, it's an absolute joke. I got him at like minus 410 or something. Like it's a way closer series than that. Like the St. Louis Blues, if anyone could be Colorado, it's them because yep. they can lock it down. Mm-hmm. They got depth. You know, Bennington, Krug injury hurts. I, I just think Nathan McKenna's a man on a mission. I think Landy, I think the rest, typically on a sweep, it would scare me. I think the rest is good for the Avs. I think Landy's probably feeling good. They're hungry. Mm-hmm. I took them tonight. Um, I got the Avs. I'm saying it's six just because I think the Blues are good. I, I, I really think they could beat them in fucking five. But I think it's going to go six. I got the Avs against you for a bottle of Camison. 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 Is that the new blend? It's a new blend. That's our drink. Camison. <laughs> Camison. That's my two favorite things. I can't wait to not drink that. I can't wait to not drink that. Two of my three favorite things. You've drank Camison before. You have a bottle of Camison, Jameson after. Yeah, that's true. I'll bet you a bottle of Camus. Deal? Two bottles to one. I knew you were going to fucking do that. Are I, you nuts? You just gave me the fucking... Okay, you just listen. You just gave it from your heart as an alumni while you think you're going to win and you want odds? Well, Fuck. Vegas is not that dumb. Come on, man. It's All right, Cup, let's go. It's the Stanley Cup playoffs. I know. Ball Come of on, Come on, Ball of games. Going to be a great series. Good luck to both squads. Last but not least, Hurricanes, Rangers. To Rangers fans, you've been lighting me up all week. I apologize. But if Crosby doesn't get hurt, that series is over. However, they found a way to win. Chris Kreider, I went from not liking you to I fucking love you now. When he took that iPad in game six in the Savannah Jet <laughs> okay. and fucking threw it out the window. I loved it. Chris too. Kreider, you're now one of my favorite players. I love it. Yeah, I yeah, fuck, yeah. give me that thing, fuck off. Like, I was like. Well said. I, I'm so happy you brought that up. Yeah. Because the whole time I'm like, that should be done every time some kid grabs it and like complains that he missed on the breakaway. Yeah. Fuck off. It's game six. Take that iPad and throw it up in the fucking nosebleeds. So. I, I just I, talk about a guy like remember I used to chirp him. That's so good you said that. I love him now. I love him. I still don't love his style. Like his goatees in one, but I mean he's my, I could play on my team. Anyway, <laughs> his you know? goatees in one. <laughs> um, don't you think it is? Yeah, like I, I don't know what he did this year is crazy. I, I still fuck. We battled hard. I, I I'm not a big fan, but but now you like but, him, yeah, but now I, you like him more, right? Yeah, and you know what? God bless him, man. He found a way to stay to stay like elite and fucking find a way to score goals. But you're right. No one, I watched that Calgary and Dallas series. That Pavelski, he goes to the front of the net. He tips every puck. No one hits him. No one, no one does anything. We're a pair of flip-flops in there and just start Are you really blocks. getting that many penalties if you cross-check the guy in the arms and shit? Yeah, they're calling you. Wow. It's a joke. You would have had fucking 50. Fuck. <laughs> you would have had 50. It kills. You'd be living at Chileno Bay God. instead of just wearing the tee. You'd be living down. <laughs> <laughs> 
I got the Rangers in seven. Ranger fans, I'm fucking in. I got you in seven. Gerard Glant, can I tell you why? I think Shesterkin was nervous. It's human nature. Mm-hmm. He's just got uh, nominated for the heart. I think he's going to be like, Whew. I think they're all going to take a little sigh. I, I, I think Shesterkin's going to kick. Freddie's not coming back. And I think the top-end talent of the Rangers is just a little bit better than the, than the Hurricanes, but the Hurricanes have more depth. I know why you're picking the Rangers. I want to go to New York. I know. I know. You, you don't <laughs> want to go to Carolina. Yeah. Although I don't really want to go to Carolina. Nice golf courses. Yeah, there. if we go to Carolina, we're bringing our twigs. 100%. Yeah. I thought about bringing them maybe up to Edmonton. Well, we could play golf after the game in Edmonton, right? It stays late till. Is it not that quite yet? Uh, we're not there no, yet. The end of June is the longest day. What's there. the weather like up there? Is it nice? Fuck it, better be nice. We'll go up there. It'll so. snow or something. <laughs> I'll be in shorts. I'm snowing. You <laughs> don't have to worry about sweating if that happens. Yeah, yeah, you'll be good. It's prime time for you. What do you got? I got. I Rangers. got Carolina. How many? I bet them, and I took them in. Um, you know what? I just like Carolina, man. The speed. They got the coaching. Speed. Can the goaltending hold up? Um, I got him in six Oops. Hurricanes in six. That's a good Hurricanes bet. That's six. a good bet. So up dog. I cannot wait to watch the second round here, buddy. It's going to be interesting. Uh, as much as I hated the, you know, the penalties and I still, I'm not going to get into that every week because people are probably sick of hearing it, but you got to give the NHL credit. The series were close. Yeah. What do we have? Yeah, yeah. Four game sevens or five. What happened? We fucking have. We had five game sevens. Like in the first that's round. pretty it cool. It had to have been a record. Yeah. Two game sevens with the Dolce, the last two. So good. It was great. It was great. God, I will love, say this though. I'm watching. Hockey. This is the last thing I'm going to say about the penalties here on this pod today. Not for the, uh, not just for today. I'm watching these overtime games, and I'm like, don't, don't call that. Oh, I know, oh, I, know no, I know. Don't, don't ruin don't, this. Don't like, ruin it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't. And even the players are looking like, uh, fuck. Do you think the call on Sagan was the right call? Fuck, I felt bad for Sagan. Right, I so did I. It's just, and he just, hooked him. he just missed one too. He went know, to the net and I it know. hit his foot. I had him. If, I had him for my winner against for Dallas if they would have won. I picked um, it with Cody and Loops. You know what? I, it's tough. You're right, though. Yeah, and that that's one, the way hockey is in general. Like in hockey, you know, overtime, watching a double OT game seven game, you wanted to be done five on five, right? Yeah. Like even the Panarin goal, and I'll take it because I fucking had the Rangers. Yeah, I know. But me Panarin's too. like, yeah, the refs fucking I know. Gave it like away. I think for me, and in, in, in overtime, if unless it's right in front of the, the net and takes away a scoring chance. Or if a guy gets stuck in the face or something, you got to call that. But um, anyways, it was a great fucking first round. Can't wait for a second. DraftKings top titty. I couldn't get in it because I was in Mexico. I was texting Maxi. Maxi's like, you're in Mexico, bro. You can't get in. Uh, winner, C. Tim's 27, 185 points. Uh, then we went A-Hall. A-Hall, he's a playoff guy in top titty. Princey, Binger, Maxi. And like I said, we were in Mexico. So this week in Top Titty, get in. It's playoff time. Oilers, Flames, by the sounds of it, me and Updog will be there. Rangers, Hurricanes, Top Titty, get in there. Playoff edition. How are you? We got Flowers coming on next. Is that who we got coming on? I don't know. Do we? It's his week. I think he wants more. He wants more. You know, he wants more of a responsibility here. We'll see. Let's see how he does in studio. I'm still not convinced. He's hurting. Is he? He's going to come in here hurting. It's fucking he slept Tuesday. for fucking, he slept like record amount of numbers yesterday. Wow. Snoring on the plane. It's gross. Did he have his dog with him? Rocky didn't make the trip. No, no he didn't. No, but I mean back here. He Did went he? and picked Rocky up. Uh, yeah. He's probably licking Rocky's ball sack. That's why he was. <laughs> so we got or, Larry. Or lack thereof. <laughs> we got Larry Flowers. And then Up Dog's got us a great guest, Jason Demers Beauty. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up dog, he wanted it. He fucking got. He grinded us down. 
Is he, is he uh is he got the Cabo flu or what's he what's he got? What do you got? Flowers? What do you got for us? Got? I got a little back bit of a, Cabo. a little bit of a sunburn, but that's expected. Whatever I got, I'm surprised you don't have it. Because we had a good time together, huh? We had a great time. You know, if you started the show. Sword off fights in the tub or what? <laughs> <laughs> tough, oh. tough not to get what each other has if that's the if that's we the case. Had, we, we had flowers at our first night. We had uh I, by ourselves. I, I and, missed and, the uh, first night of yeah. uh, Billy Quinn's the first night. Yeah, the best. the best night. And then we had a bunch of friends come in the next night. Javi brought a bunch of friends in. You, that's right. yeah. you can't have a bad day. You can't have a bad night when you're staying at Billy Quinn's house. That house is just <sighs> sick. It's beautiful. You know, it just puts you in a good mood. The view, the setup, the help, it's perfect. You know, that's the beginning. Billy Quinn's house is the beginning of his fucking extravaganza with the St. Louis Blues. It is. Oh, wow. It's it, basically I, oh, it is. It's basically when I invited him yeah. to come on our, our all-star break with, with Schwartzy, Bobo, Eddie. Oh. Well, he wanted to make sure that his trip was successful and fun. And I needed Larry. So he needed a good wing. I need the Larry guy. Smuggler to come down and fucking... <laughs> Jesus. Hey, did you guys watch Trailer Park? What Were you a Trailer Park Boys guy? I'm a trailer park boys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love that. There's this thing called the Shitmobile now. It's on Instagram. Oh, it's all about Jim Leahy things. And Randy goes, Mr. Leahy, that's vodka. <laughs> fucking right. It's 130 proof proof. Randy, I'm fucking wasted. And I'm sending this to Richardson all weekend. He's like, he goes, Mr. Randy. He goes, Mr. Leahy. He goes, Randy. I am the liquor. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I, the, the video you sent me. You're like, watch that, boys. Watch that. And boys. I'm sitting. I, I was trying to tell Christine, I'm like, you got to watch this this show, Trailer Park Boys, a bunch of mutants in Canada, <laughs> who are yeah, it's like you know, it's where we grew up, somewhere, in some places. But I'm like, these guys are full blown fucking degenerates living in you know trailer, parks trailer and, park and, and Nova Scotia is where they are. I think Halifax or something. Right? That's they're yeah. Yeah. They're from Nova Scotia. The guys are beauties. <laughs> I am the liquor, Randy. I am the liquor, Randy. So Cabo was successful mission. We had a little bit of a little bit of a. You were snoring logs on that plane. You shut her down from. I've never seen you sleep so much as you had in the last day. I've never slept so much in the last two days. <laughs> on the last day we were there, resting, recovering, yeah. getting on that bird. Then we had an extra hour and a half on the bird after we got in. They didn't know how to bring the tarmat over and just so we can get off the bird. So it we was... were stuck on this bird for another hour and a half. So I figured this is a good time to get some more shut-eye. Any IVs today or uh, yesterday? Yeah, I was going to get one, but I, he told me to get one. I'm scared of needles. Anyone in I'll put some that. IV. I'll put some red wine IV in you tonight. I wanted to go games. get one this morning, but I, I just didn't. I didn't just jump out of the old fart sack. I kind of. Just... I wish I could get IVs like you guys. You guys get them all the time. Feel just, great. Yeah, our it, boy Brett. Hydration room Brett. I know. Yeah, we get just... over there. We get the fucking super bag. Double whammy. I end up feeling worse than I did before the IV because I hate needles that much. And I end up fainting, and it's a whole pro it's a whole thing, and I'm hurting, and I get. You dizzy. look a little swollen. You could use a little, uh, a, you know, anti-inflammatory. I could, I could use a diet, <laughs> and, oh, maybe, so, and maybe so Z pack. You get that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I left you one on the counter. Did you get that this morning? <laughs> Here, flowers. Take this with the coffee there, and your Craig on the what's it called? I have the Craiger or the what's it called? The coffee machine I have. Oh yeah, oh, the, the, no the, uh, the Nespresso machine. Yeah, Nespresso. I just got the same Keurig, machine as you. Keurig, Keurig. No, you have no. A, you have a Nespresso it's machine. Special. It's a great machine. I have the same one. Very gourmet. It's yeah, French. It's good. Uh, B, do you get the IVs right to the house now? Is that a is that? No, an I did the day I left when I was in here. Uh, puking my face off, puking yeah. rally that day. I went home, Hobie so hurting that I went right to bed, and then I was just going, I am gonna, I'm in so much pain that if I don't get uh, someone to stick an IV in my arm now with the steroid, that um, trechodone or whatever, yeah. I'm, I'm done. And so, sure enough, I text Brett, who literally this guy's best big canyon member, Brett awesome. Fiore, and I'm like, can you have a mobile guy over here? And he he called around, he got the one guy, 
came by. It was two hundred bucks. It wasn't bad. Fuck. And I mean, he I'll sat one the, every Saturday. And I was yeah. I texted him, put us on a group text. I'm like, hey, by the way, Obi, uh, Obi said he could use that guy every Saturday at his house. Um, oh man, I've been hurting. And I sat in my bed, fucking right in my undies, and I couldn't move my head off the pillow, and he just. Yeah, and then I awesome. felt actually really great. So it really does help. The IV is truly. Well, they put a steroid in there, and then they put something to calm your stomach down, like a like basically like a saffron. Should or something we go get one today? Called? I mean, like, I would do it. You, like, you guys can get me on video fainting. It'd be hilarious. We got hockey games on at four, bro. Yeah, I know. You know, we we'll get them to the house. Um, flowers. Oh. How nice was it, Updog? The one thing you wouldn't have liked about our. I told Up, it was weird having him on a trip and not being right because I've always got to up to, to a cobble with Uppy, but. He wouldn't have liked our couch sessions in the morning. No, he wouldn't. And and we we made sure to tell each other how much we enjoyed our couch <laughs> sessions and how it's great to not have the up dog around <laughs> us bugging us and giving us shit that we're not in the pool, we're not doing this, that, and the other. We did, however, spend plenty of time in the pool. We, we uh, mixed it up. We mixed it up perfect. But in the mornings when you get up, you want to try to recover a little bit. You want to have some waters. You got a nice brekkie. They make the best breakfast at, at Billy Quinn's house, as you know. Yeah. Um, but once, you, once you're done eating that breakfast and you get on that – beautiful comfortable couch with that big screen tv it's good to put one or two hours of relax put on a nice flick or just kind of just kind of well we had hockey on too during the night so it was good it was good but after dinner before we went out um <laughs> you guys are fucked yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> no, yeah hates the I, i've never I, met a guy that hates the couch more than i would wake up have that breakfast have a coffee lay down for a couple hours get up jump in the pool then we went to Mango Deck. That day we went to Mango Deck. That was, was unbelievable. That was so much fun. You brought those girls over right away. It was awesome. That yeah. was yeah. You flowers. We talked was, about hey, the jalopies. Flowers was oh. fucking. Flowers was staring at this girl. She was. And I'm like, this fucker. I'm just, it's just me and him, right? So now I'm literally not talking to anyone. I'm just sitting there. But I'm like, this fucker's gonna. He's gonna like met like mind fucker to come over here or something. And somehow he tapped her on the shoulder. She came over. Next, you know, all her friends came over. I was like, fuck, fuck. We had a great afternoon just hanging out with them. They were. They were all from Ve- they were from Vegas or somewhere else. But they were from cool. Vegas. Yeah, they were cool. They were fun. They like you know first thing they all get to our table. They're sitting around. O'Brien orders fifteen shots to kill for everyone, <laughs> trying to you know make them feel welcome. Which... I was trying to get all of us drunk, including yeah. yourself. You're you like... did a, you did a good job. I was that was the yeah. drunkest I got that whole trip. Yeah, your that, trip that... went downhill after that. that you you peaked <sighs> there and then you were kind of I don't know. Uh, there was flowers different. Uh, flowers, I give you credit. You, you do a good job of breaking the ice still into your forties. You know you, you still like you still get in there. <laughs> I one thing one thing. I, 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 one thing I have, I get it from my old man, Meyer. I, I still, I, I still have the gift of gab. I can still have a conversation with almost anyone. I like to. Talk I know to it's girls good, and I like to talk to. No, you, know, you should never lose and, that. No one ever lose that. No, no, no. What I, else I do you have? You don't have that. It's a big part of my game. He's got it's a big part of my life. He's got Rocky. Yeah. It's my life. <laughs> it's my life. Speaking of Rocky, last thing about Cobble before we get into hockey with you. Oh yeah. So we leave Mango Deck Ops and we are pinned, right? And we went on. Uh, we went on a little taxi boat with the whatever. And we were just carrying our shoes back in and we waiting for Enrique to come grab us. And we go in for another shot and we sit down and there's this absolute dime piece out on the beach with this guy that made me look skinny. So we're sitting there thinking like, how the fuck does this guy get her? Right. He's got to be like cartel or something, whatever. So then the guys come over there. They're like, basically tell us like, Hey, don't worry about like, don't look at those people. Just, yeah, yeah. So we sit down, order a couple shots, and the guy comes over and tells Flowers that he looks like Sylvester. He's like, "Hey, you look Rocky. Yeah, you like, look like Rocky. Hey, you know, you you look you look like Rocky Balboa. You're like Sylvester Stallone." <laughs> I said, "What?" He said, "Yeah, you look like Rocky Balboa." I said, "Well, thank you." Yeah, it was hilarious. I'm like, he thinks he look old. I don't tell he's, him. He's been, <laughs> <laughs> I think young Sly. I'll take a young Sly any day. Uh, I, I'll for, take his money too, though. You've been saying it for years, and the I guy. Know, I love Sly. You know, he went to high school with my mom. There's a lot of rumors. 
You could have been him. A couple more. A couple no, you look like your dad. A couple, yeah. a couple Meyer. different decisions. And happy birthday to Meyer. It's hey, his birthday nice. the other day, Sunday. A couple different decisions in your life, and you would have been Sylvester. So, <laughs> so close. Winning right? that fight, eh? That would have helped. <laughs> oh, you, you, yeah, I know. He was a tough. Yeah, it was, Meyer, it was Meyer's birthday. Real quick, Meyer's birthday the other day. Anyone that doesn't know yeah, my old man, he's dad. one of the funniest men in the world. Bobo sent a real nice video to me to send to him, and the little happy birthday video made his birthday. It was great. Happy birthday, Meyer, you beauty. Uh, let's talk some hockey. We'll start with your Blues because you think you're on the team still. You're texting them after. They hadn't even fucking got their dick showered up yet, and you were texting them. I'm like, let them get out of the shower before. But anyways, they FaceTime you. Bobo and Shannon from the room. Why? God, I have no fucking idea why. They do. So what did you think of that series? You had some inside scoop, didn't you get from your boy there after game? What I got a little about? inside scoop. Shenner, you know, obviously we have the group chat. It's not the whole team, but it's like eight, nine of us. And I, you know, I'm talking to Shenner <laughs> back and forth. I'm talking to Shenner back and forth. And Shenner goes, Flowers, he's like, going into game four, he goes, I'm telling you right now, mark my words, we have a new strategy going into game four. We're going to turn this entire series around. We're going to dominate the series. Uh, just wait and watch. And what was like, the strategy? Don't worry, I'll be watching. I got nothing what else was, to do. What was the strategy? He basically said we're gonna we're, we're gonna eliminate you know free ice for them. We're we're not gonna just go and just try to go balls to the wall. Try to just take ourselves out of the play. We're gonna play more of a system type of hockey and let them try to beat us. Um, and they didn't lose a game since. I uh, Shedder's so, playing great. So yeah, he's he is, great. Yeah. Period. I well, fuck, he's a champ and he the plays Leafs hard. Could use Braden Shen. Fuck yes. you know, Any team can use. If, yeah. the have, if the Leafs have Braden Shen, they beat the Lightning. Hundred percent. He plays with Marner and fucking. They beat the Lightning. Ugh. You're right, but there's not many Braden Shens they're, out there, especially now. He, especially now. He is he's so valuable to any team he's on, the way he plays. Like he's never gonna get you hundred points. Who would you want? Tom Wilson or Braden Shen on your team? That's close. That's very I'd very rather close have I'd, I'd rather have Willie because when I go to the bar, I know he's gonna bring the heat at the bar. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah, he will. <laughs> oh yeah. I know but every girl broads wanna... are gonna be looking at Tyler. Hey Willie, yeah. let's go grab these broads over yeah, here. Yeah. That's a great that, that's a great comparison. Well, just because there's not many guys who can play those minutes who have both won and who both know like they bring intimidation. To the to the game, I would say in a serious question, it's a, it's a hell of a question by yes. you. I would say Tom Wilson because he's bigger, he's a right-handed shot, and I think he's tougher. But I love Braden Shen, but I would pick Tom Wilson. Great question, though. Braden Shen question. is a better uh, shoots the puck better. He's a better power play guy who would from you the be, slot. Who would you be more scared to play against? I would Not almost me, be more. I don't know. It's Wilson because I if I fight if I fight Shenner, I like my chances. If I fight Willie, I'm in one. That's how I'm looking at Fuck, it. Fuck, they both, I'm going to say this. Like, strong. They both hit equally as hard. They both, if you if you have your head down, or if you're, got- if you're Kale McCarr in the fucking, you know, in this round, and Braden Shen gets a chance to lick you, you're you're feeling it. Like, it's 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 feeling it. And Tom Wilson, same thing. Shenner knows how to not get suspended as much as Willie, so there's a... Are we, are we going to see Landis Cog Shen this fucking, probably, I bet sure. you in the. I bet yeah. you tonight. Oh, yeah. Do the Caps win that series if they got uh, Willie in the game? I think so. Fuck, they might have. I think they do. They should have won it anyway. They should have won it. That's my point. That's a big loss for a That's team a like huge that. loss for them. I love Tom Wilson's game. Yeah, they so probably would have beat them. Thank God they didn't because I got the Panthers. But um, hey, do you guys want to? Do you guys want an IV? Five PM <laughs> at the house, if uh, you want at my house. Uh, Here, I, I, I don't know if I, I don't know about that. Just I don't yet, know either. But. Okay, I'm just gonna order it anyway. Um, well, <laughs> 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 uh, 
Uh, we were talking about <laughs> Shedder and Wilson. Sorry, folks. The boys are dialing in IVs here. We can accommodate that. Too. Guy, help me. I got some hey, you guys know I, I'm a little space kid. I got some laundry. Hey, you guys are talking. If you about. want to know the truth, I got some laundry I got to take care of today when I get home. If you want to take care of it, he's got a guy. He wants to do my laundry for me, too. Or right, is this another time we're not doing fucking game at my house or what? I, are you even staying down? Loops is coming over. Loops is coming. He's there at six. Yeah, we're going six. to my house. I'm, I'm barbecuing. I know. I sent the text this earlier. The, this might be the wrong or the right place to do this, but I have. I got to tell you something. Huh. If you oh, really, no. oh no, yeah, yeah, yeah this is happening. <laughs> I got to tell you. Huh. First of all, I love your new house. She's a beauty. Yeah, great backyard. Okay, unbelievable. It's better than your house. <laughs> he's got more TVs. He's got more TVs in his backyard than I have in my entire house living in Philly, ever in my life, and they're all massive. <laughs> However, I think you may want to consider, and I mean this from the bottom of my heart. You may want to consider maybe a reconstruction of the backyard. Here. It right. is going to be happening later. Yeah, you need some new seating where it's like cozy, more comfortable. The bar is sick, but I think I have the fucking full couch set up in the in the front that's moved to the back. I had this talk with my boy uh, Sean back in Margate. Yeah, he sent me a link to the sickest outdoor furniture setup. It's a company that has unbelievable setups: chairs, recliners. The whole nine yards, you know the deal. You just like to but be nice, comfy watching, I, I, which I yes, have I set up. I brought the chairs back when last week. I think week. it's fair to say that it's it's a little tough to be on the high stools and try to watch a game for, you know, you're watching two games back to back. It's a little hard to back. You're in good shape, <laughs> all so maybe I, not for you. All I know is there goes Upshaw watching the games today. He's going to have a fucking <laughs> shovel out. I'll be able to come out with the old fucking Tom walk thing or whatever it's called. Let's up, boys. Let's move this shit around here. <laughs> Fuck. All right. Whatever. Um, Binger, Blue, Binger, you and Max can come over. Blues, Avs. Who you, you got the Blues? How many games you got? I got the Blues. I got them in seven. Listen, I'm not saying the Avs are not the best team in the NHL. I'm not saying the Avs are not the fastest team in the NHL. And I'm not saying the Avs maybe don't get it done this year. However. What are you saying then? I'm saying the Blues have got it done before. The, their main, main core is still there. Um, I think they're built to play a team like the Avs. I think they're built to maybe slow them down a little bit. And they win game one. Game one, I mean, they're rested too. Game one is anyone's game. They win game one, all of a sudden. We How got much you want to bet tonight the Avs win? Well, we already have a bet, don't we? I got to bet with you, too. Yeah, ball the cameras. But you want to bet game one tonight, boys, right here? On, uh... I'll, I mean, I'll bet game one. What are the odds? It's, I think they're 230. 210? 210, 230. Yeah. I'm just going to bet you straight up. I already, I already got it with my book, yeah, with DraftKings. I don't need it with you guys. Like, hey. <laughs> You want to bet game one or what, pun? I'll bet game one. What do you want to bet? It's two to one. Yeah, 100 bucks. We make 200. Oh, fuck. I'll bet you 500 straight up each. Okay, so we get 1,000. No, 500 for 500. That doesn't make sense. He wants to go straight up. He wants to take advantage of us because you're good guys. Oh, you guys love the blues so much. Yeah, but still. still, I'll bet you puck line. Why would I bet it with you and I can bet it with the book? I'll bet you 100 straight up. Let me think about that. Let me think about that. I mean, I may bet you. You got to give us some odds. They're on the road for game one. I may bet you puck line. Let me think about that. Um, so you boys got the blues, flowers, the refs. I've watched a few games with you, mainly in Cabo. Oh, no. But I've texted a lot with you. Uh, you feel about the refs is kind of the same way I do. What have you thought watching as a fan? I think the refs can do a significantly better job. Um, I think in playoff hockey, I think what differentiates playoff hockey to any other sport is the intensity level gets, the, gets raised through the roof. Um, and as a hockey fan, I like to see back and forth five-on-five hockey where last man standing type of hockey um, I don't mind a penalty, but I, I really only want to see penalties if they change the outcome of a play where it's it's significant. You know, a big turnover, a guy's got a scoring opportunity, and there's a there's an obvious you know penalty. Um, the Mickey Mouse calls a little you know little 
Stick ticky to the tack, hands. Ticky tack calls. Oh, man. The ones where you call the ref a fucking asshole. I've been yeah. watching hockey my whole life, just like you guys. You guys played. I've, I've watched, you know. It's like Watched it's, it from the bench a lot when you played, too, didn't you? <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I, know, I know enough to know one thing, that the game's being called, called awfully soft right now. And as a fan, and I know I speak for the millions of fans out there that are watching playoff hockey, I guarantee that the fans are not all that satisfied with what's going on with these refs, and I'd like to see them clean it up a little bit and let the guys earn it. That's the point of playoff hockey. You want to see the guys earn it. You want to see last man standing. That's the type of hockey that sells. That's what differentiates playoff hockey to regular season hockey, and that's what makes playoff hockey the greatest sport in the world. So the refs need to put their whistles away a little bit, let the men earn it out there, stop calling the ticky-tack shit, and let's go. I would say I think they've heard a lot of people complaining about it, ex-players media. I think for you boys on the Blues, and Fact Daddy, I'm sorry, I love you, brother. It kills me to bet against you. I, ho I hope you prove me wrong, Factor. Traitor. Um, power play is just if, as if, good as if, power play is just as good. I think it favors good. the Blues if they put the whistles away a little bit and play a little 5-on-5. Five yeah, five. I agree. Although, yes, but although the Blues power play is just as fucking good. But if you're texting Shenner, too, you should be like, are you talking the Blues? You should be like, you should do whatever you can to try to get Nathan McKinnon off his game. I've already had a nice long conversation yeah, with the team group. And they're boys morning. too, so I'm sure he's got something up his sleeve. They are good friends, yeah. But Landy's gonna Landy's gonna handle the Shenner, I think. McKenna could handle anyone on that Perron, team too, besides Perron will be all over McKenna. <clears throat> the toughest yeah. guy in the series is Perron will be all over McKenna. Kale McCarr. I, I just I I I truly watch him. Every whistle. Every whistle. It's I don't gonna even, be a Sharon's gonna be after, it. and then Kadri. What's Kadri? Who is he gonna? He'll he'll, he'll handle them. Kadri. I think it's gonna be a really Kadri really and Bobo good play series. junior together. Bobo's the toughest guy in the series. Yeah, oh, Bobo's mean. Manson. Ooh. I would love to see Manson. For two, Bob, uh, Bobo. Oh, there wow. you go. Be a nice, Danny. Wow. That'd be a How real... often do D's go at it though? It's tough. Not um, many D I mean, go D D. Remember, right? remember, big, remember Big Matt Walker played Fuck Chicago yeah. number eight. Yeah. He fucking never wanted to fight him. I'm going after Bufflin in game four. Like a and melee. Bufflin was a forward. And I'm going Bufflin in Vancouver and overcomes Matt Walker. Prince is going to find this and put it on me, get my fucking wheels beat off. <laughs> but fucking, I'm like, he was I, a had weapon. No, I had no choice. I had him right there. I'm like, fuck it. So to answer your question, only if there's scrums do we ever come together. Yeah, or like looking across at an opening draw going, now's, now's the time. Or that. Yeah. Or that. Um, so we all agree on the refs and flowers. Uh, last but not least, it's nice to have you in the studio, fella. Congrats on your 100th client. Oh, Nationally client. Yeah, that's pretty sick. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's pretty sick. It's we pretty just, sick. We just Look at how far you've come, Flowers. We, so good. You boys are both a huge part of that. We just recorded uh, our 100th episode, both. so it works out well. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah so this is 101. Amazing. I, uh, Richie Baby just got engaged yesterday. Brad Richardson, um, Brad shout Richardson, out. My boy. You love, you love her, you. Yeah. Lovely wife, <laughs> Jess. A, she's a keeper. She's a keeper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a keeper. Yeah. They're great together. He's he's an awesome guy. He's one of your best boys. Um, it, it was an honor to have him be my 100th NHL client. Um, and I, I just listened for a guy like me that always wanted to be the jeweler of the NHL and I had the aspirations of, of you know, continuing to grow within my favorite league in, in the world in sports. I was actually, it, was, it, it, it happened by accident. I was going through with my marketing team, going over my entire list of NHL clients that I worked with for my new website they're building. And I started counting them up just for fun. And boom, 100 hit like it literally on the day. That's Brad it. Richardson. I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like this is actually a pretty cool accomplishment. Like our 100th dad. episode was last like this yeah, week. We, we, we recorded our yeah. 100th one this week. So I, I called my You're dad You're making first. a lot more money than we are though, eh? 
Well, I'm working a lot harder than you are, maybe. I don't know about that. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that I, don't, is, I don't think you holy are. Holy fuck, you've heard it I here, folks. I don't think you're working harder than me. <laughs> you're definitely not working harder shit. than me. You're definitely you not working harder than these two guys. That's, that's a clip. No one's working harder than these guys. That's a clip. What do you even do? <laughs> yeah, because... <laughs> You think it's easy responding to 100 he DMs rubs that his day? dog's nuts or the lack thereof. But you're snow. always sitting down, right? Yeah. I'm always, well, now, yes and no. I'm always going back and forth in the office, going to this office where I build the rings, going to this office where do I find the you build the, the rings? Build I mean, I don't do it with my hands. Not Thank God. Ones. Look at those fucking yeah. things. I tried to stop biting my nails up, dog, for you. So, if Larry Flowers, Julie, how many how many customers do you think you have? Or you should probably know, but how many do you have in all? In customers total? total. I don't know that exact number. I mean, it's in the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Are you the type of guy once you get something for someone you call you call a guy back or is he a one and done guy no no no. i re i reach out to my clients you know they're i have a pretty cool relationship with my clients especially through like social media yeah, they yeah. continue you're not like, like a real estate agent eh? you sell the place no i don't like to them. i don't like to i don't sell send like those mass emails like hey i got this for sale you want to buy like i don't do that shit um i try to keep it natural you're too but, busy but with your you know with you got with, with your guys help and with missing curfew a lot of my clients follow you guys now you know i talk to them about missing curfew quite a bit I'll try to get them follow, and most of them do, and they're always kind of commenting on clips and stuff that you guys are talking about and stuff that I'm on with you guys. And so, you know, my relationship with my clients is pretty cool. It's usually on DM or text, and they're, you know, they reach out to me saying, you know, what they think about a certain game or what they think about a certain scenario that you guys might talk about. And that's a cool aspect of what I do, right? So you're getting good ROI is what you're saying, eh? <laughs> On return little, on interest, yeah. yeah, yeah return yeah. on investment. Return on investment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Return hey. investment. Well, hey, you know, I mean, I'm no, gonna... you're part of the squad. You're yeah. part of the squad. We, we give you a hard it's time. Nice to have you, Flowers. Hey, in the studio. Yeah. Look at this guy. Look, he's all smiles. I love today. being in the studio. I always beg you guys to give you guys he's a hard time. I want to come in the studio. I want to see your faces. I like to look at you guys. Well, this is our business. You have a real business. <laughs> business. <laughs> this is being up his business. Business ethics. So, I mean, I mean, if you want to drive down every day, you can come in here in your segments. And I like. Do it. I like. Better. I I would prefer to come here and do it in person. I think it's a little more fun. It's a little. We're not more paying personal. for your Uber. Nah, you know <laughs> We're not paying oh, for your Uber. Man. Uh, Flowers, congratulations on 100 clients. You work hard. We love to joke about it with you. Uh, we could hear shoot the shit with you all night, but we actually got a guy that played in the NHL coming on. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who's coming on? We got Jason Demers coming at you next year, Flowers. But we love you, buddy. Jason Demers is a beauty, good Jewish boy. I love him. Uh, welcome back to Missing Curfew. Uh, up dog. We just had a whole podcast before we were on the air here. This is a guy, by the way, that me and him would have been a good deep pair. Good deep right pair. shot. We were like D to D all night. We and then I got to meet him through Richardson. Who would be the low and slow in the group? In Both the of us. He, I typically he would give it to me and I'd give it back to him. Yeah, yeah. in a perfect world. But uh, Jason Demers, buddy, thanks for joining Missing Curfew. Would you agree or disagree that me and you would have a nice lefty righty pair, huh, fella? Uh, I mean, I think you, I would have been about ten feet taller than you. I think I'd have been running around yeah, everywhere. I, I wouldn't have lost my teeth. I don't think if that I, was the case. I would have saved him. I think the first time I officially hung out with you, I knew you through Richie forever, but was when in Scottsdale, we had, I moved there for two weeks when they shut down my golf course and you and Richie came over, we were playing heads up in the kitchen, having a time. You had, uh, me and my girl were talking about it because I told, I told her I was coming on here. You had probably one of the best 20 minute <laughs> sketches about Bobby Lou. Oh, yeah. We had everybody in the house rolling. Yeah. I got a Bobby because I played with Bobby in Florida. And anytime a puck would go to the point, you just hear him yelling at you. <laughs> <"Move out of laughs> can't see, can't see. I'm like, fuck. I'm trying to he get He was a talker, huh? Oh, yeah. Then, but like quiet off the rink, but then like yeah. on the ice, he'd, he'd let you know. But as a D man, like, as Demir just said, like when you're there, like you're trying to get out of the way and he'll yell, like, I can't see, I can't oh. see. You're like, fuck. 
you're boxing out a guy and you're just all you hear is moo. <laughs> oh, and then when I get around Richardson, you two, you're you're best buddies with Richardson. He he brings it out of me just uh oh I don't God. know what the terminology would be, maybe more of a locker room. I don't know, but when I when I get with him, as you know, he, there's nobody better than Richie. Oh, he's he's Richie baby. As, <laughs> as, as he's known around the league, Richie babes. He's, uh, yeah, he's the best man. He's great. The fact he's still, um, you know, geez, we I, I played deep and so did you, Obi. You played well into it, but Richie still gets it. Like he still gets it done, and not just because he's a good guy. Like he fucking. We often, you know, we'll pause some of these games. Jay, you were in Russia this year doing this, and I can't wait to get into that. But we would pause it and watch Richie down on one knee to take a draw, right, like his buddy Stoli, babe. And fuck is it all time. It's It's, comedy at its finest. He's the best to kind of ISO can. It's it's just, you know what that is? It's just 100 push-ups every morning. (laughs) Kept him in the league. He loves his push-ups. Well, I said this. I said this video, and he said it to his uh, fiance now, Jess, and she's like, he's like, hey, you might have Jess post that on the on her Instagram of me like showing Richardson taking this face off. To this day, I don't know how his ankle bent the way it did, and like, yeah, his nose in the circle. I'm like, that's a guy who wants to win that draw. <laughs> that steel rod in the leg too. He just <laughs> half. He's half bionic. Oh, oh. I know he gets it done, man. It's like even this year watching him, it's just. Just it's those guys, just the smarts for the game in the right spot. And, you know, those guys that just fourth line center, but like you can trust them in any situation. So he's always been so good for that. They were my favorite line in hockey. You were probably over in Russia when this was going on, but it was him, Louie, and Luch at one point when Richie first got oh. to Calgary. And I was like, this is the best line in hockey. They need a nickname. And I came up with the old pension line. I just called them the pension line because they, <laughs> they, all, they all were getting the pension. They then, got their full pension. Next thing you know, they I got the leather jackets. I flip too. out the Flames game, and Richie's like, oh, I'm not playing with those guys anymore. And Richie seems to think that the media made it like kind of a big deal in Calgary. And he thinks that like... Daryl kind of had a problem with it. Like, Daryl's like, he didn't want anything bigger than the team. I was like, fuck, sorry, Richie. I hope I didn't get you shipped out to Vancouver because of that. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think I don't think they thought man, anybody was going to pick him up. And yeah. they just thought, like, hey, like, they probably called some teams and, like, don't touch him. But, I mean, there's so many teams that need a guy like that. I mean, it's just – it's good locker room guys. So, I mean, it was – it's kind of – I think, I think like, Trevlin called him and was like, Sorry, we didn't know we were going to get picked up. And he's like, the hell do you think was going to happen? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. who do you think I am? You yeah. think I'm, I'm made for the minors? <laughs> yeah. I'm made for the minors? Not a chance. The last thing we'll say about Richie, because we, we could stroke him off all pot here. But, uh, <laughs> I, did, right now. I, I, know, I did say to him, though, I did say there'll be one time throughout the run, how far they go, will Daryl Sutter will look down that bench and wish he had Brad Richardson for a big face-off or a big kill or even a big goal. You know what I mean? Like, Richie was, was key for that stuff come playoff time. I mean, I'm I'm surprised they went that long with uh, with Dallas. I didn't expect them to. Uh, same thing with like Edmonton and LA. So that, I feel like that series is a toss up. But uh, I thought they were going to roll over Dallas. And I mean, that last game they did at Ottinger was unbelievable. But uh, I actually thought they were going to take care of business a little bit better than they did. Jay, six hundred ninety nine matches in the National League. This is your first year. You bounced over to Russia to play some hockey. How was that experience for you? You talking to two guys that did that at the end of our end of our National League career. Um, what was it like over in, in Mother Russia for you? I mean, it was great. So, like, to be honest, like, it's so hard. Like, I had people calling me, being like, "You got to give me like some good stories," and I'm like, "It actually was like everything was awesome." Like, 
Kazan is like, they spend the most money on their players. The facilities were like top notch, you know, and I just came from Arizona, which I mean, you were there. And, yeah. I mean, their facilities in Kazan probably beat the ones in AZ. At yeah, the, at especially the at the ice den. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, especially <laughs> at the ice den. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, it's actually pretty nice. <laughs> Sauna, steam room, and a couple cold tubs. Yeah, I didn't know I had to go behind enemy walls here to to enjoy like uh, a nice hot tub or a cold tub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it was good. Like the guys were great. They took us out, and I was over there with uh, Eric Fair and, and a couple other guys, Mark Barbario, Jordan Wheel, and Stephen Camford. We had like a good group of and Parlin home who was in Toronto a bit, but we had a good group. Like we were out for dinner every night, and and you know they they didn't really care about covid restrictions or anything like that so it was like they didn't even test they just said go go ahead and do whatever you want really which was i mean at that point was fine like there was no no positive test for a while there for a little bit got a little squirrely before the olympics but um no it was good man it was really good so i didn't expect to kind of end up there but I mean, it, it happened and I just kind of embraced it a little bit. You know what, you know what I enjoyed about my time over there was like the banter that these, like well, I was in Switzerland, yeah, right. I, but the, the banter that these like Swiss guys and like other language would have like in the room. Cause like that doesn't change whether it's fucking, you know, peewee hockey or junior or fucking in the national league. Like you, you're just getting it with like other languages and different stories. And like, they still go out and like, Get drunk. They still go. The single guys are still going chase chicks. Yeah, yeah. They're still the other That's guys. A universal language. Yeah, up, dog. The guy, the guys who aren't playing in the game are like going out and getting drunk before the game, like you know, having yeah. dinner and stuff. And you're like, it's just nice to know this is hockey cultures worldwide. Totally. Yeah. And well, I mean, they're they're they they can tie one on those, yeah. those Russian guys, man. Holy oh crap. man, I always I thought I was I, I thought I was. I was pretty good and, and could handle myself in the paint, but I was like, Jesus. <laughs> I always wanted to go over there. I, I, I had an offer, so I played in San Antonio, and then I could have went over to a pretty good team over there. It wasn't the one you were, but I turned it down to go play in San Diego, which was a mistake looking back. But Russia was where I wanted to go for the reason that you said, you know the boys are going to booze, and I was a single guy. I'm like, I got to get over there and see the women. Like I was like, I don't care. I'll go live in Russia. These boys are going to drink vodka, and there's going to be rockets everywhere. So I always wanted to play in the KHL and just never – I kind of blew my opportunity. And, and all the Russians we played with had yeah. just the hottest girls, right? Yeah. Well, I, I, I told my girl. I literally called her. I was like, <laughs> I mean, listen – I love you, but yeah. shit, I'm, I'm like, sorry to tell you, I like, played a lot with these. Hey, Russian baby, guys. I love you. I kind of know what's going on over there. I was like, these guys. I was like, these guys are, you know, they're they're great guys, but you know, they're some of them aren't the best looking, and they're just Anna Kornikova walking around. I know. It's like good for you, like good for you guys, man. and they're just so ruthless to them, right? Like I remember, like. <laughs> Guys I play with have the hottest, the Russian hottest chicks, and the way they treated them, I'm just like, and they're like, they don't care. That's just the Russian culture. Well, like, it was more like, no, and it's sometimes more the way they would just treat like a female in general. Yeah. Like if they're out like hitting on a girl in a bar for, in like North America is a lot different than like the way you would probably do it in the Eastern Bloc. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a touch different. I guess it's probably different. It's yeah. touch and go. So Jay, you're the first. Uh, you're the first guy that's been on the podcast uh, that played for Team Canada over in China this year at the Olympics. Um, you know, you guys didn't pan out probably the way you wanted to. Um, you know, your experience over there. How was how was China? Uh, what was it like to put the Canadian jersey on and, and compete for Olympic? Uh, you know, an Olympic medal. What was that like? 
Uh, I mean, it was it was a, amazing considering like so in September of last year, I had like back surgery right at the beginning of September. I had something that kind of flared up right before and I was kind of considering getting a PTO to, to play North America. So I had to get back surgery. Um, so I literally was like, you know, I didn't know if I was going to play. I had like numbness in my leg and like, I was like, shit, like, so I went and rehabbed for three months. So I didn't like chase a PTO or anything. And I went to, I went to Philly for like two months with Bill Knowles, you know? Yeah, him. of course. Yeah. Pool guy. He's the pool yeah. specialist. Yeah. He's the pool specialist. So I went and did like two months in there just by myself. The season was going on and people were calling me like, what's going on? Are you playing? And I didn't really tell anyone. And then I kind of got back here and it was like November and I was like, shit, what am I going to do right now? And then, um, Blair McAsee, the team Canada called me. He's like, what have you been up to? And I was like, oh, you know, training and staying in shape. <laughs> Shooting pucks against the garage door. Yeah, like 100%. And he's like, he's like, oh, you healthy? I'm like, yeah, pretty much. He's like, all right, like, do you want to come play in the Channel One Cup in Russia? Which is, it was at that time, the NHL wasn't sure if they're going to the Olympics. So they started to set up like a B team. So like, do you want to come play in this? It's three games in four nights. And I haven't even had a practice yet. So I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, all right. They're like, all right, your flight's in like a week, two weeks. I'm like, oh. okay. So I was, in I was in shape and like I was training and, but I wasn't like, I hadn't practiced or anything. So I get over there. And like, I think the first day I get there, I walk into the hotel room and it's, I'm rooming with Eric Fair. And then Fares, he's like, you know, I, if you ever met Fares, he like gets up, he's like, look, <laughs> It's a long way from home, right? <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is not. So it was just us there. So they, like, bring us to the rink. And meanwhile, we I just had, like, an 18-hour flight. And we they, they take us out for practice. It's just me and him. So they get on the ice with us. It's just us and the, and the brass and the coaching staff. And they just throw a puck in the corner, and they go, go battle. <laughs> I literally got the I'm like, what? And he's like, anybody lose the battle 10 push-ups. We're like 20 minutes in. And I, I mean, I'm almost having a heart attack. Oh. I have jet lag. And me and Ferris are skating around and we're looking at and we're like, these guys are probably staring at us like put them back on the birds on the Hey, who was it? Was it was it Donor and, and Sean Burke or who who was well, the brass? Like oh, Donor wasn't there. It was like Claude Julian was on the ice with us. And then it was uh Tyler Dietrich and then yeah. Blair Mackesy was just sitting on the bench and he's, if you know, Blair, he's like, yeah. guy never smiles. So he's, I'm sitting there like, Oh God, this is tough. So we, we get through it and everything. And we get, we get one more practice before our first game. So that was my only practice. And we get in the game and, you know, we're playing with all the KHL guys there. So they're in the room before and they're like, ah, don't worry guys. Like the KHL league is like super defensive. It's, you know, they play a three, two, one, three, one. And I'm like, oh, cool. Like, yeah, it should be like a trap game. So we get on the ice. It's like a packed barn. It's the 75th anniversary. They got like Igor Larionov there, like Putin's in the crowd. And I guess they gave these Russian guys all this money. So they're just staring at us like they want to kill us. And I'm like, boys, I can probably bet it's going to be 2-1-2 tonight. And sure enough, it's just like, just oh, pucks no. the glass, get it out. And I'm, I'm sitting there like. First game back and post back surgery, I'm like, oh my god, I don't wow. know what's going on. I in like the third period, I got tripped and then like scorpion into the board. So I'm like, there goes my career is over. <laughs> like in Moscow, <laughs> it, so let, 
so we get through. Sorry, it's a long story. No, 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 this is great. It's great. We get through the game and uh, we get on the bus and uh, all the guys are like, what are you, what are you and Fairzy doing for next year? So I was like, oh, or like for this year, we're like, I don't know. Like, you know, we don't really want to play in the KHL. Like, we're not sure. Like, you know, it depends if the money's really good. Yeah. So literally all of a sudden, like you see all the guys texting their GMs Then my phone, we get to the hotel. We're supposed to play. We have like t- a 10 a.m. game the next morning. We're up till one in the morning. My some guy calls me. It's my agency's Russian like agent that's in the country. Yeah, I literally pick up the phone. I'm like, hello. He's like, you play Russia or you don't play Russia? I was like, what? He's what like, are you hey, offering, bud? Yeah, he's like, we have a contract for you. Like, and I mean, the money was for the amount. I ended up playing like five games plus playoffs. I mean, the money was stupid. Like, yeah. Like it you know, three, four times anything I'd, I'd have played in the A that year. So I'm like, yeah, okay. And then I was like, oh yeah, hundred percent. And I was like, do you guys need like Eric fair? And he's like, does Eric fair want to play? <laughs> and I'm like, Fares, do you want to play in Russia? He's like, how much? And they're like, you know, they give him the offer and he's like, sure. He calls his wife. Sorry, honey, I'm staying in Russia. It's pretty fun. <laughs> well, just like literally came, like the next day we were, we literally were out and, and we ended up spending like, cause we had to leave to go get our Russian visa. So we literally flew to Zurich and we spent like a week in Zurich nice. waiting for our visa. So we snapped it in Zurich for a week together, just worked out and skated and um, just kind of toured around the city. You're like, can we play here? Like, can we play here? Can we play here? What are you guys paying? What Zurich, are you guys paying yeah. here? <laughs> That's not a bad time. There. Oh, I tried to go there too. That was well, a two-hour flight from, or that was a two-hour drive, and I did a lot. I'd leave practice and go yeah. there. I, I would leave practice, drive up there, have a nice little dinner. Shocker. <laughs> go, go hey. hit up. I had a cool agent there too, Sven. Sven Helpstone. And oh, anyway, yeah, he. I, do you know? know Sven, yeah. yeah, he's a good guy. So he'd fucking take yeah. me out for dinner. We get nice and pinned, and I just head home. <laughs> just drive home drunk eh? no, i left my car there twice actually took the train back. oh nice yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know andrew you know andrew ebbett right andrew? yeah 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 he played on our uh well actually you know, he got he got hurt first game of the spengler and yeah, then so did, he, broke his arm he retired like two years ago and then decided to just snowboard throughout switzerland and then just burn was hiring a new gm and he went and interviewed and got the job so now he's gming and burn no way. So like we, when we were out there, we were like, we went to we went to practice with him. He got in the ice, and I was like, "What are you offering?" Yeah. <laughs> like, we over to Russia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, make me an offer here, buddy. I don't want to go anywhere. Yeah, exactly. So it was wild. Then we ended up in Russia, and then from there was went to China, and then back to Russia for the playoffs, and then uh, we ended up playing. We lost to that in the first round of the Bob Hartley's team and all that, and then we. Oh, like fuck. right out of there. Don't man. even get Obi started on I Harley. I hate Bob Harley. He's, I he's was, a piece of trash, that guy. He's such a fucking loser. I would have flew over there and just, you could have left me a ticket and I could have went down and beat the wheels off him right in Russia. It would have been great. If <laughs> yeah, I would have well, known he, that, I would have got you to leave me a hey, ticket. And then your agent goes, does Shane O'Brien want to play in Russia? <laughs> I, I, I could have I got all the boys from Mystic Earth through there. Oh, fun. for sure. The boys. Oh, I don't know about me, fella. Fuck, I would have been... Oh. Hey, they love a little toughness. I know, but I would have had a fucking jammer out there. <laughs> but hey, how bad of a feeling is it? Not and you had back surgery, so it's even worse. But like, I remember my when I went to Finland, like I I thought I was gonna take the year off. 
off and I was in Aspen for New Year's and partying. Next thing I know, I'm in my hotel, I'm in my girlfriend's house in West Hollywood. My agent calls. He's like, you want to go play in Finland? I'm like, not really. Like I haven't fucking been doing much. Like I've been yeah. working out, but like I went over there, buddy. And these guys were just little Finnish soldiers. And I'm like, I am fucking in one like running stairs. And I'm like, Oh, they're they're They work. They work so hard, man. Like so it's hard. like, and like, I'm going in there, you know, you get those weeks off for national team break and they're just like pulling tires and like, they're, they're absolutely like, cause they, they're kind of, it's like old school. Like they like the, during the summer when they're not playing with the team, they just party the whole time. And they're like, well, we're just going to use training camp to get in shape. And the coaches are like, pretty much know all the guys are drinking. So they're just like, we're going to get you in shape. So it's like the word, it's like old school training camp. So when we were over there, we were like, why don't you guys like go into the room and tell the gym, like, hey, we'll all be in shape. Just don't like kill us. Yeah. And they're like, nah, yeah, it's all right. Like, we're good. We'll just enjoy our summer. And then coming to Canada, I was like, all right. Like, but buddy, I said that to the boys in Calgary when I got there to Cami and stage. I'm like, go into Hartley and tell him, like, he's going to hurt somebody here. Like, this training camp is outrageous. Like, yeah. I went to, I went to Torch's training camp. It was hard. Hartley's in Calgary. I'm like, someone's going to get hurt. And Hoodler did. Hoodler pulled his groin or, Said he did. I've Hudson went alive. Hudson went alive. But um, how much time? I always wondered this about the Olympic team that you guys had. Like, how much time did you guys know? Because it was right to the bitter end before the the NHL boys kind of pulled the plug when COVID uh, started running wild through here. Did you guys know a month before that you had a chance, or when did you realize you're gonna have to go there and snap it? So after that Channel One, they, they like kind of sent out a short list, and they got us like all prepared, and and you have to kind of fill out the 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 drug testing pool you gotta like put where you're gonna be every single day up until the olympics because they can test you at any time like we were in i was in zurich and at five in the morning my i get a knock on the door and i'm like who the hell it's it's a, it was an an old lady it was a couple from like some farm town in, in switzerland that drove two hours to drug testing like before <laughs> the olympics i'm like it was like Rolf and some other, I can't remember the, the wife's in Helga or something. <laughs> and I was like, open the door and I was like, hello. And they're like drug testing for Olympics. And I'm like, what? Like it's five. And I was in Zurich. I didn't even know how they found me. Yeah. yeah. So, but they just kind of kept us, they kept us in the loop a little bit. And then it was like a week before kind of that, the last final announcement. And uh, we got the phone call. It was a little anticlimactic because it was like, I kind of know Tyler Dietrich a bit because I did um, the Spangler and 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 a couple of uh, I did the World Championships. So I like text him. I was I'm like, am I on the team or like should I like pack my pack my shit and get over there? Or... And he was like, Yeah, you made it. So I was like, oh, Okay, thanks. Like that's. <laughs> Everybody's like, How was that phone call? I was like, Is it? It was like a text, like a call, but it was like they were so they were so like. It was so. It must have been nuts for them, like planning it out with COVID. I, yeah, like, yeah I couldn't imagine. Two teams together, like I can only imagine. Like, you know, it, it was probably a shit show for them. So you're just kind of like, all right, let's just get this thing going. So we had like a two week period in, in Davos together too, where we practiced and everything. And and but uh, yeah, we didn't. Those Swiss guys too. They like played all the way up until like a week before the Olympics. So like yeah. we practiced with them for like four days before we left. So like, we didn't really have a ton of time to kind of, you know what? It, it could have been cool too. Like I was, I was at the start of the season. We talked to I'm like, NHL guys should not go like, and I was never sniffed the Olympics. So I don't know what it's like if you're there, but with COVID everything, 
Fuck, they're not going to go to the Olympics. And if they would have set it off the start, they could have made it cool with guys like yourself and ex-NHL players and got you guys together, you know, two months before the season, before the Olympics and trained together and like almost like miracle style from that movie, yeah. you know, like where you guys were like living together, training together, playing other exhibition teams. And then you boys, I guarantee, would have come out of the gates and, and been a way different hockey club. Like if you would have had that opportunity. For sure. Like they could have probably got a better sense of, of where to take guys from and stuff like that. And, and I mean, I, they probably held out thinking the NHL would go. So I don't think they really were looking at a ton of guys over in Europe. Cause there's a couple guys that when I was over there that, you know, I thought could have made the team easily, but you know, they brought in a guy from North America from the air or something there or, yeah. or, you know, but again, it's like, who knows what was going in and that going on in that office. I mean, but you know, I thought we, the first game we, it, a lot with the coaching stuff was, was tough too. Cause with Claude getting hurt and then um, coming back after the Germany game, like I found our best game was against Germany and we had had Colleton for like two, two weeks straight and kind of Claude hadn't met any of the Swiss guys before he got hurt. So like no one, the only voice we had as a team was Jeremy Colleton. And I mean, he was fantastic to come in like with Claude getting hurt. Like he was amazing. It was like a clear voice and it kind of stung a little bit in terms of, cause when Claude came back, which, you know, rightfully so is his job. It, it, a lot of those Swiss guys didn't know him. So like, and he didn't know the Swiss guys. So it's like all of a sudden, like Colleton has his guys he likes that are gone. And then it flips the other way. It's with like Claude when he comes back. And as we played that, if you look at that Germany game and that U S game, it was like night and day our team. Like Germany, I thought we were so we were just straightforward. Everything was perfect. And then it just seemed like we couldn't catch our footing after in terms of like being organized. And I mean, there's just a lot of external stuff going on. So it's like that winning time show on HBO with Pat <laughs> when Pat Riley and, yeah, and they yeah, come yeah. in and start coaching yeah, and they, they win and they're like, This is our fucking team now. Yeah, we're not giving it We're up. not giving this back to him. Like, you know, no. Yeah. And one thing you realize when you go over, like they, you mentioned Germany and uh, Finland ended up winning it, and like Russia and these countries, these guys have played together for a long time. Yeah, and they play right. in the same league. They know and the they coaches. They know each other. Yeah. Like they've been playing together. Like it's not fair to, for these guys to be like, you know, hey, here you guys go a week before coming and try to snap around because these other guys are good professional hockey players that have been playing together for years. It's just like what? Yeah, they just. I mean, the Finnish team and like I, even that Sweden game. Like we were, we played a back to back. And we were in that game in the third, like we didn't really give much. And we had a bunch of, we scored in the, in the second period, but it was disallowed. I mean, I scored, but it was disallowed, but. Um, <laughs> Fucking joke. Uh, wheelsy bad penalty. Was, uh, <laughs> I, love, I love the kid. Bad penalty. But was, within the third period, we go in and, and we were zero, zero. And then it was just a fluke goal. But I mean, again, I thought we, we were a better team overall, but I mean, those tournaments, it's one and done. And yeah. you have a, you have a tough game or one guy's a tough game and it's. Yeah. I mean, that's it. So, but yeah, those Finnish teams, they play Buddy, so structured. You watch that, right? Right now, the world championships are going in, on in Helsinki. So the the Finnish fans are amazing. And that league over there, I told Uppy knows this for years, but like, it's better than I ever thought. And like, I remember texting yeah. Uppy in loops and being like, boys, this country's coming because the junior programs over there and the young players in this league, how hard they work. Like these guys are good players. Like, and if you watch them play in this world championship now, how big they are, how structured they are. And they have their drunk Finnish fans with them. Like, oh. they're a good hockey club, man. Like, I watched them play the other night against a pretty good uh, USA team, and it was no contest, man. They were they were all over these guys. Where did you play in Finland again? I played in a little town called Hamelina. It was oh, like, yeah, 
I played in Olu and and during the lockout. Okay, yeah, yeah. So you know what it's, it's like. Good, oh, it's a good league, man. They they it's as it's, close to North American styles you'll find. Yeah, yeah it's there. it's too good. I mean, for what I was making, I'm like, this is not where. Like, what am I doing over here? But then. Like at one point I almost left, right? I was like, and then I'm like, fuck it. I'll get to stick it out. I'm almost feeling better. And then you want to get to the point where you finally feel good. And I finally felt good in playoffs. I'm not going to lie, boys. For two and a half months, three months, I and finally come playoff time. But these guys were so good and so structured and they just played the right way. And I got to respect as an NHL guy, you know, you go over there, you're like, fuck, I'm an NHL or whatever. How good are these guys? And I stepped on the ice with them and I was like, uh-oh. Well, and how many Finns did you play with that are that are tough and not yeah. like they don't shy away from like a hard game? Yeah, you know, and they don't like back down when like things get hard. Like they're they're tough they're guys, just little they're... soldiers. They just go hard. So so turning gears and speaking of one and done, like the Olympics were um, Toronto Maple Leafs. You've been keep keeping up with playoff good, good hockey. Transition there, fella. Playoff good, hockey. Nice, like, nice I, I, segue. Yeah, that was a fucking oh. national transition. Hey, I've been doing. Hey, this is our this is our hundred and first episode. D, so we're yeah. we're fucking on it, you know. We're we're professionals now. That was a great transition. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Tampa Bay Lightning, Toronto Maple Leaf game seven, do or die. What did you think of the Leafs' performance? I, I was happy. I picked the I picked the Lightning because we love Coop. Um, we love Coop, and then you know, knowing that they're gonna have to beat Tampa, right? They're not just gonna be given this. Like, I don't care if you're a Toronto Maple Leaf fan or you're not. You're not just gonna be given the fucking bypass the first round. No. You gotta earn it. You're going against the champs. So to me, it was like uh, you got to beat the champs to be the champ, and you got to beat them to get out of the first round. You didn't. <laughs> um, what were your thoughts? I mean, I I kind of – I honestly had Tampa to win. I thought this – I think next year if Toronto doesn't completely blow everything up and maybe they add maybe – I still think they need a stud defenseman on the back end. Yeah. You know, like Morgan Riley's good. He's a great player, but – like look at Tampa and like look at these teams that are left in the playoffs. You know, you got a Makar, you got a, you know, I think the only two teams that are missing a stud is is Edmonton and and Calgary. But you know, they're relying on their structure and they got McJesus. So it's like, but you know, they're missing that top guy that kind of just plays every part of the ice and and like a Headman. Like I mean, Headman that was his series. I thought. For the most part, he took it over. Games, yeah, he took it over. He took over that series, and they looked tired. Tampa. I thought this was probably the year to beat them. Um, and I mean, credit to Toronto, man. They played a they played a good series. They played hard. I thought for the most part they 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 took it to Tampa. But it's just you know that when you play those teams with that much experience, and they just the more you dominate them, the more they get into their structure, the more they kind of. It was like that that LA team that won, you know, with with Richie and that. Like the more you pound on them, you'd have forty shots, they'd have ten, but they just get more and more structured, and all of a sudden you're like, how do we lose that game? Yeah, yeah. Just never panic. Yeah. And you, you feel bad for the Toronto fans, but at the same time you're kind of like, <laughs> hard, <laughs> hard not to giggle a little bit. Yeah, like, maybe next year, boys. Yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard to get oh. back in that position again to like oh. get to a game seven. To put yourself in a spot to get through the to, to, through a round, like you know, as you get older, man, it's it's hard. It's fucking hard. Yes. And and it's, yeah, and you're right about the defense. And when you're talking about that, but more, I was just sit, sitting here thinking, like, if the Leafs had Latang, right, they probably win that series, right? Like, if you if you have Riley and Latang, I love yeah. Gio, I, I love Giordano. I play with Gio in Calgary. We've all played against Gio. Yeah. Gio wasn't the answer, right? He was moving like me out there near the end of his career, right? But if you go out and get a Latang and Riley, your top pair. You know, now we're talking. 
I mean, like Riley's an unbelievable offensive defenseman, but like defensively, sometimes in you know in that big moment, you might not be there to make that that play that Hedman makes or he, like Toronto's got a Hedman and McDonough. Like you put those guys on any team, they're the number one. So yeah. it's and and Hedman can kind of play two ways, but McDonough plays such a hard. Me and Richie were talking about it. Like he plays such a like. He's, he's played the game and it's on the ice. It's a man's like game. game. Yeah. Yeah. Every game, man. He just eats pucks. He, get, he if he goes in the corner of the guy, he's coming out with it. It's it's one of those guys where you just like he just gets it done. So and I, I just think that's their kind of lacking with Toronto to kind of get them that next step. Um and poor Marner getting carjacked the other day too. Jeez. What's that's he doing going to a movie yeah. two years after this? Well, you should be fucking that marble pin with Gurgis. Yeah. What are you doing going to a movie? Like, good, good shout out for Gurgis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but seriously, what are you not like, getting? Why are you even still in Toronto? Maybe get that meeting over with and fucking I, see you later. Col- I, I, I should have saw, saw you. I should have saw Marner and Cobbett Mandela been like, come over here, kid. Here, meet this girl. He'll show John your sorrows away. <laughs> He's such a good. He's such a good kid. Too. I know. So, I know. Oh, oh. You know I what? Mean, he's a good. I gotta say this, and I don't know him. So if you say he's a good kid, I trust you because you're a beauty. But like, I love his skill. I love his playmaking ability. But like, look, look at Braden Point, right? Like Point again got hurt. Like came back, played hurt. Like Martin needs a little bit more. Like, I don't know, man. Like get in there he, a bit. Well, you have you have Marner and Nylander, and I find that's two of the same. Yeah, yeah, that's a good six. point. It's a good point. You know, and and you know it's. I kind of said last summer, um, I thought they, I thought the best thing would have been to trade one of them for a top D man. Yeah, just, just take, take your shot. Bring, you know, you're not going to lose as much as you think. Giving up yeah. Nylander or Marner, you're going to get a top. You're going to get a top three defenseman, top two probably. Could have stole one from a from a big team, and and I mean contracts would have kind of met the same. I, I like both of them. I just think in your first two lines, having a similar kind of player, it, it just yeah. kind of gets in the playoffs. And I mean, you can't, you can't say enough about pointer. Like I played with both those guys, pointer and Marner at, at, uh, at the world championships. And I mean, pointers, a different animal. Yeah. Yeah. That's like true. I just nap, he naps five hours a day and, and plays <laughs> 25 minutes a night. Yeah. yeah. Just, no, and I'm not saying he's going to be Braden point, but I know about you guys throughout your career. Like there was D man that I looked at that I would try to, take a little piece of their game, right? Like if it was, you know, this is a stretch, but Chris Pronger, the way he passed the puck my rookie year, the rest of my career, I tried to go crispy rice every day. Um, you know, Dan Boyle was offensive <laughs> defenseman, the way he would join the rush at times. Like you try to pick pieces of guys, like Marner, Marner needs to, uh, you know, pick some piece of guys to uh, make his game better and make him like harder to play against. Right? I'm not saying, and I know you're, you're absolutely right. Like he's not going to be an animal like point, but like take a little piece of point. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm certain there's there's place to put it, but you know, I mean, going back, I know he's such a, I don't know if it, that's in him. Like, I just think he's yeah. and he's so talented, and 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 I thought I thought he really broke through in this playoffs more than the last few years. Like, there's tons of questions on him, so I was wondering to see him. And I mean, I have a soft spot for him because he's like your little brother when you, <laughs> yeah. you talk to him. He's just such a nice kid, and you want him to do well. So I'm glad he did well. But I mean, it's you're right it's just that like little that little extra they got to break through i mean they have it in a mats like he's just a oh, animal like, love, yeah, like, yeah matthew's played unbelievable yeah. and and i'm sure and i like marner i'm sure i like him as a kid but when you're making 11 bananas too you're making yeah. 11 bananas like you're, you're there making 11 right like come on fella we need you to 
I don't well, care how nice he is. Like there's another guy making eleven bananas on that team that should get more. No, I mean, I mean, are you talking about Tavares? Are we talking about Tavares? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's got slow boots too now. But I thought he salvaged his series near the end. He did because I put him on the milk carton. I don't want to take credit, but I did yeah, throw yeah. him on the milk carton. And but you're right, that signing is another one. You know, we just talked to our we did our NHL uh, network segment, and they asked about a coaching change. I think it's the GM that needs to go because the points you just made. Those are great points. Like maybe WikiLeaks gets a, a hold of the algorithm notes that Dubis has, and we'll find out why he wouldn't trade Nylander. Yeah, like like it's something. I think it's, something's it's on him more than Keith. Yeah, something's up in, internally. I, I don't know. They got to make a change. Yeah. It's time. Well, it was was it? I hate giving this guy credit, but I saw that when Avery posted in Game One when Dubis sellied after the second. Yeah, goal, he's like Stevie Eisman wouldn't do this. He's like they're done. <laughs> <laughs> they're done. I, I thought I thought it was there for them to take yeah, Tampa early in that series. I know. I just yeah. thought the longer that I thought after game two, after game two, I was like, they're gonna win the series. I'm like, they're gonna they're gonna beat Tampa in five or six. But I was like, if it, once it went seven, it's like ah. Uh, yeah, yeah. After they, the veterans. After, after they won game three, I'm like, wow, this is this is corn dogs, I think. And then game four, they came out and they thought, oh, we got our split. We're gonna come out here, and the fucking lightning did their thing and. I mean, you had a chance to put the back-to-back champs down and out and go up three-one. I mean, then yeah. then they would have won the series. Yeah, yeah. That's that game four is probably if you look back, that's the one that. And again, what John like Johnny and those guys weren't around. They weren't playing by that point. So it's like that's the game where you, you you know. I remember we we got when I played in San Jose, we got reverse swept by uh, yeah. LA, and we were up three three nothing. <laughs> and I remember we're, we're, we're up three nothing and we're drinking, you know, in the hotel after we're just having some beers and chilling and guys are like, fuck, we're going to win this thing. Like, and guys are like, Hey, like, just like, you know, you're young. You're like, God, we got these guys are absolutely shit kicking LA. And then we go to game four and they squeak out a win, but you can kind of see like they're trending the right way. And we're like, you know, we get in the room after the three one and, and Dan Boyle comes in and he goes, make sure like, we got the foot on their neck. He's like, do not let them get up. Like he's like game, he was like game five. He's like, this is the game. Like you lose this one, it's we're on. going back to LA. And it's like, you're playing a, a championship team. Like you have to kill them and you got a chance. So that's kind of what happened. If I was in the room game four, it's like, we have to kill these guys. Yeah. Like, this, like, yeah. like this is the game where it's, you sell the farm. Yeah, I agree. Well uh, I gotta ask you one last thing before we let you go, and we could do this all night with you, fellow. We gotta get you back on. Well, maybe we get you and Richie at the same time. But uh, you're, <laughs> in, all, you're in studio with a little yeah, golf. We gotta match. get you out here, you and yeah. Richie, and we'll get you we in should, here. We should get the match. Yeah, yeah. my game is Oh, God, my games. You look like you got a tan, like you're a, a plus two right now. <laughs> hey, okay. I, I, plus two drinker, fella. Plus two drinker. That's a, that's a pool tan. He didn't get that on the golf course. Hey, there's, what, no, there's no tan lines what, here, what, baby. What yeah. about the refs, fella? I'm, I'm I'm battling. Remember old Dave Jackson? I'm battling him on Twitter. I'm I'm battling all these refs. I hate the fucking calls, man. I, I I'm learning to live with it, adapt or die. But as an ex beauty blue liner, how are you feeling? The game's been called so far. I mean, I don't. I mean, this cross-checking thing, like, I understand when it's in a dangerous position, but, like, middle of the ice, if you're asking, if you're trying to, you're putting your ass into a guy, like, you're going to get lumber in you. Like, yeah. as long as it's not a dangerous position, I mean, like, I feel like they're just, like, they see a cross-check. And, I mean, guys are starting to sell it now. I, I've seen more flopping recently than I've seen, which is in the playoffs, too. But, I mean, if they're calling it, I mean, why not? But it, it's 
it's been a little inconsistent, but I mean, I loved like I watched that Dallas game the other night that went to OT. That was a yeah. They, they let, let those that, boys play. They let that go. Mm-hmm. Like they I called felt- it was right, but uh, the cross checking one, it's like if a guy's going into the boards and you're giving him a low back and he's you know that's dangerous. But like if you're middle of the ice neutral zone and the guy's coming back and you're you're just battling and you, you get a cross checking. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with that, but. Little love tap, eh? Little love tap, eh? Well well said, a little lumber. Get a little lumber in your back. I like that. It's a nice way way of saying it. Let the boys play is how I've been saying it all year. So, um, listen, fella, we appreciate you. We got to have you back on. We could talk to you all night, but we got to go watch these hockey games that I got a Gino. Yeah, I got to go too. You guys guys pushed me back two hours. Hey, that's – no, listen, that was my fault. That was a little – I flew back from Cabo yesterday. I didn't exactly – Jump, hey, I would have been on the second bus this morning. Let's just say that. <laughs> I would have been on the second bus. Double espresso and a hey, blueberry I would muffin. Have, I would have texted you for your departure and say, grab me a coffee there, fella. I'll meet you on that second oh, bus. Eh? I've, had a, I've, I've been with Richie in the car a few times. You're like, how are we going to get through this fucking one right now? <laughs> uh, enjoy the games, buddy. We appreciate you having on Mr. Curfew. Let's tee it up real soon. All right, yeah, let's do it. See you, boys. Thanks. Up dog. Fella. Great, great job, buddy. Good get. Jason Demers. He wanted to come on. Beauty. Actually, I I asked him. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, he's a beauty. He's been listening to the pod and he uh great you guy. know, not done playing. You gotta love a guy that uh <sighs> went, played oh. in the Olympics, battled back surgery. I, I mean, I know what it's like. I've been in his he? exact shoes. He, he moves is, the puck well. He moves well. I'll tell there. you what, I, I I he wears number fifty five too, by the way. We'd have to fight over <laughs> each other's number. Um He's only 33. He could keep going. 30, yeah, yeah, no kidding. I thought he was older than that. No, his, his injury really, you know, he set him back. And it, then he hasn't even gone on a PTO yet. So until that happens, you put every ounce of energy you have. You still yeah. want to be an NHLer to be in to be in an NHL. Yeah, I know. We did a, I remember the start of the season, we did a PTO list. Like guys were still out there. And yeah. he was my he guy. He was on there. Yeah. yeah I said, sure. how the fuck is Jason Demir's not at a camp? Obviously, now I know he had back surgery. Um, great right handed defenseman, moves the puck well. Moves well side to side. I, he, I, I joked about him to start the pod, but he would have been a dream D partner yeah, for, for me because sure. he, he's a right shot. He opens up. He'll Third, give fourth it, D. He'll give it back to me. Yeah. Give it back to me. Yeah, he'll be talking. Yeah, I don't shoot up the fucking wall. And we Good guy got, to go for dinner with, too, after. we got drunk as a skunk. Yeah. Together. Yeah, so. Um, a lot of Richardson talk there. We're stroking Richie off at I the know. start. We're stroking. Good guy. I love Richie. So, uh, up dog. Flowers came in the segment. Now he wants to come in here every week. We opened up a can of worms, or I did. Uh, every two weeks, eh? Yeah, uh, he's... just joking love you flowers binger maxi hall pass me up dog let's go watch some hockey let's go baby that was missing curfew come on they wanna get my